This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. Hey, this is Travesty. I'm Awkward Colin. And I'm GeekCast Joe. And we're from The This Freaking show. show. The weekly podcast with a little bit of something and a whole lot of nothing. Our show, we talk about topics such as sports, technology, the random bullshit that no one really cares about, and of course, friendship. I thought you said things people didn't care about. Oh yeah, I guess friendship falls into that. Anyway, you can find us at thisfreakinshow.com or on iTunes by searching This Freakin' Show. Man, my balls itch. (laughs) (laughs) Are you tired of wasted Friday nights? Clubbing with friends and hot chicks like me? Yeah, I am. Yeah, well you would be because you go out all the time clubbing. I'm not allowed to go to the clubs. This is true. Are you sick of fun conversations at the bar with hunky bartenders? Uh, no, not really, because I'm a dude. You know what? I am sick of it because they always try to pick me up for some reason, Johnny. Sounds like you need to spend an evening in the park, drinking with Neil and Johnny. I love drinking in the park with you, Johnny, even though you're the one that does most of the drinking or all of it. Dude, thanks for buying the rounds. I mean, you know, it's really good. You're, you're a good friend. You're my best friend. No, 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 we're, we're good, we're friends, we're good friends. Best friends. We're like acquaintances, really. You're my best friend. Is the liquor store still open? Because maybe we should do another, another run. Anything for my best friend. Thanks, friend. Best friend. Thanks, bud. Okay, good. Best. Join Neil and Johnny every Friday night as they talk about stuff while drinking in the park. Listen on neilandjohnny.com droidscanada.com and on the Tangent Bound Podcast Network. Bananas. Alright. It's about comic books, movies, growing up with Rokusuki. Superman before Zack Snyder ruined him. Michael Keaton was the best Batman while Christian Bale was just deadpan. Members the other ones Princess Leia in bikinis oh, yeah. And transforming Lamborghinis yeah. Please don't let child of the roof Ever act again Please, God, no. Remembering tales from the crypt I Back do. when Michael Bay wrote good scripts he wrote good All scripts. right here Is old mystery Cause it's the history of bad It's bad It's the history of bad it's so bad It's the history of bad ideas It's the history of bad It's bad it's the history Welcome to the History of Bad Ideas, episode number 123. I'm Jason. I'm Jeff. And that's it. We were alone. We're it's, alone in the studio. It's kind of spooky. Except All for right. my dog. <laughs> you might hear the dog. Blake is not here this week. He's on uh, vacation. He's on uh, extended leave. He will be uh, back next week. So thank you for joining us, and uh, that'll be our program tonight. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. No, oh. we're not done. Oh, we're not done. I knew we're it was going to be short. No. I just <laughs> thought we'd wrap up right now. Uh, Blake will be back next week. Uh, I believe the rumor is from HR that he was suspended two weeks because something about a gas mask and an illegal substance, but I'm not sure exactly. 
but he was supposed to be drafted pretty high blake was and well he yeah. fell in the podcast draft <laughs> a so, podcast draft uh, he almost got picked up by a graphic novice um, uh, but then they realized that they got a time limit on how long they have and oh, I got out 10 more episodes 15 they didn't want to they didn't want to throw money at, at people in the draft i mean seriously let's well, talk I, about this real well, they quick they passed all their draft picks well that's true they'd let the time expire <laughs> which is graphic novice i mean nickel yeah he's on 18 different podcast guests but vf what does he have he doesn't have kids so he doesn't have that much time t- he, taken up. He has chickens. chickens. You know how long it takes to raise chickens. I know. After, let me <laughs> explain this to you. I wanted to raise chickens. Uh, some ordinance says we don't have enough land, unfortunately, in the area I'm at. But with chickens, I thought that would be kind of fun. You know, we yeah. could have the eggs and everything, and I'm more, you know, all yeah. natural. That's great. And then listening to him, that's a lot of work. That is a lot of work. There's, I don't think I want to do that. There, there's work to raising animals. Well, yes, I understand that, but with chickens, it's a lot of work for, like, one egg a day. Eh. Yeah, that's why you get multiple chickens. Yeah, but then that's more work. They got to clean up their shit. Oh, come on. It's probably not much more work between one chicken and, like, five chickens. My issue is clean up the shit on the bottom. I clean up my dog shit. That's enough I need. Yeah, well, okay. And I clean out the fish aquarium for my son. He helps me. But that's enough. I don't know if I can handle the chickens. That's so why you need to get a filter system in your aquarium. I do have a filter, but you still oh, have to clean it out about well, once every month and a half. Oh, well, I thought you were complaining. Oh, okay. It's easy because it's got the tube. Yeah. And you just suction it out and it's not bad at all. Um, You're making it sound like every day I'm out there oh, no. scooping fish poop out. <laughs> yes, every <laughs> single day. It's the cleanest fish tank out here. Uh, so, yes. Uh, anyways, moving on. Uh, this is like old school, the first 17 episodes. I'm Tis. scared. I'm scared. We saw Captain America Civil War. We Colon. Did. Civil cool. War. Not together. No. We saw it separately. I barely, barely made it yesterday. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So we had some issues. Uh, we actually, I was supposed to podcast with Nickel and uh, the chaps at 365. I apologize. That did not happen. Oh, you dissed them. No, there's some issues. There was some major, not major stuff, but there's some stuff that went on. So it couldn't work. So we did not do it. We are rescheduling it. Okay. So we can do Street Fighter 2. So there you go. Street Fighter 2? Or Street Fighter, sorry. The movie Street Fighter <laughs> with Jean-Claude. Um, so we will, I apologize to those guys. They were great, but we're going to redo it probably in the next couple weeks or so. Uh, but anyways, so I saw it late Sunday. So uh, Sunday afternoon, uh, late Sunday afternoon. When did you see it? I saw it Saturday morning. Was anyone there? Oh, yeah. It was almost uh, so- full. I saw it in the afternoon, Sunday, later in the afternoon, and it was all, it was sold out. So, yeah, um, yeah. When I bought my ticket, you know, we got assigned seats or whatnot, and the only reason I got a good seat was because it was one seat in the middle of everything mm-hmm. that was already sold out. So only people going alone would buy those seats. And I said, I don't need people to go with me. I'm going to enjoy this movie regardless if I'm alone or not. I actually enjoy watching movies by myself. Yeah, I really do. Like I said, I went I went and saw a Lego Movie by myself. It, Seemed a little creepy because still creepy. <laughs> still it doesn't creepy. seem. It is creepy. <laughs> Walked into yeah, everyone there with their kids, and I'm by myself. I'm like, but it's a great movie. For a second, I thought about watching The Jungle Book by myself yesterday. I thought, no, nope, yeah. that's going to be kind of creepy. <laughs> but I do want to see it. I want to see it too. Um, yeah, I, Civil but War. Civil War. I went in. Oh, at first off, are we doing spoilers? We can do some spoilers. That's what I was going to say. Let's. All right. If you haven't seen it, just kind of fast forward a couple minutes or, you know, just be careful. You don't have to fast forward. We won't go big spoilers. Yeah. But, um, uh, well, 
I'll go back in and edit the time. So fast forward it till the 31 minute mark. Then you'll be fine. Maybe we'll do a spoiler ahead. I'll say spoiler coming up. We'll do a non-spoiler yeah. until we say it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so Captain America, Colon Civil War. Did you like it? Yes. Okay. Really liked it. Of the three Captain America films, what what rank is it? I think it's three of the three Captain America films. I agree. I agree. Uh, I thought Captain America Civil War, or I mean uh, Winter Soldier is the best. And then the first one. But I, I go back and forth because... Yeah, yeah I honestly really like the first... I mean, they're different movies. The first Avenger was a completely different movie than pretty much everything else in the, mm-hmm. the Captain America or the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe. So, I mean, it... It's different enough, and it's great, but it's different enough that it feels, you know, you can't really compare it to the others. I like the first Captain America because it took it was a uh, period piece. Yeah. And I like that. It was different. Um, FX was playing it on cable a lot this week. They were. And I watch, I keep kept watching it like bits and pieces. And still, why do you want to kill Nazis? I don't want to kill anyone, sir. I just hate bullies. That's awesome. Um, Winter Soldier was exceeded it. Uh, Civil War was good. I liked how there was no real bad guy in it. Uh, there was there one was guy. A bad guy. There was a bad guy. Little spoiler is Baron Zemo, future yeah. Baron Zemo. Yeah. But he was know. he was manipulating everything. Yeah. Um, that was the only. He was a bad guy, but he wasn't like the big bad guy they have to beat up at the end. Well, he's not the guy who, yeah, the, you, you, fist of cuffs or whatnot. Cur- he's just the the man behind the curtain pulling the strings type big bad guy can we get him and the red skull to join up can we bring the red skull back oh didn't they kill him no he just got transferred somewhere else in the in the world the galaxy oh, universe they, i don't even remember the tesseract i thought i thought it just uh, that transfer i thought it uh, disintegrated him yeah they the from what i read online it just sent him somewhere oh i won't see him uh, show up in thor fraggle rock Ragnarok. I just want Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Rock. Uh, I just want to see him show up in the background. Yo, hello, <laughs> still here. <laughs> How great me. would that be if Thor's the main villain? The guy behind it all is Red Skull because he got transferred to them. That could be. I like. It's not, but I like that <laughs> idea. Uh, they said Thor Fragarok is going to take place the same time as Civil War. Yeah, that's, that's why Hulk Thor and, and Hulk aren't in it. Cause yeah. They're too busy doing something else. And plus, it's probably petty things for Thor. He probably doesn't care. All right. I I, I gotta ask. Yes. What was your opinion of having 14 superheroes in the movie or however many it was? (laughs) It was okay. It was a little much. Yeah, it kind of felt overkill. And I think that was... And and that's... I'm kind of like, oh, it was my favorite scene. But it was also my least favorite scene where, you know, they're all fighting. And it's like, okay, this is just too much. But it is cool. It's well, cool seeing everybody fight. Yeah. Because they teased you a little bit at the beginning of the airport scene, and then they really went at it. Yeah. And my issue was there's uh, there's so many people, they kind of disappeared. Like Vision, where was he half the fight? I didn't see who he was fighting. <laughs> I yeah. felt like he was over in the corner baking baking something. Baking. I don't know where he was doing. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, he was doing stuff. They cut to him every And then so he would often. show up like, hey, I can fight you now. It's like, well, where were you the last 10 minutes of this fight? I'm fighting somebody else. Nah, bullshit. Uh, I like Spider-Man in it. I thought he was a fun fight scene. I liked how they handled Spider-Man, but I honestly thought it felt like, hey, we can get Spider-Man, so we're throwing him in here. Yes. There was no need for him to advance the storyline, and it felt like an added scene. Who would you have rather have had? 
if you didn't have Spider-Man. You have to no, pick somebody. Well, okay. I'm just saying you, you, you but just who was he, somebody. who is Stark's secret weapon if it's not Spider-Man? They, he didn't have one if it's not Spider-Man. Well, the I'm only just saying re- if you had to pick. But he didn't ha- he wouldn't, they wouldn't have wrote, oh, I have a secret weapon if they weren't putting Spider-Man in there. They did say today that uh, the Russo brothers who directed this, yeah. they've done two for two so far. Yeah. Uh, they said Wasp was originally going to be in it with oh, Ant-Man. Okay. But they said uh, they didn't want her story to be just like thrown together. They liked yeah. that she can be, she can have the big premiere in uh, the in Ant Man and Wasp, I, I don't blame him. I have no issue with that. No, um, I mean, what, what, Wasp was not needed. I honestly didn't think Ant Man was needed. <laughs> I liked how he got uh, out of the van. Hey, you want to join us? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, obviously, you knew Ant Man was going to be there because of the the bit at the end of the Ant Man movie that harkens mm-hmm. to this movie. So it's like, okay, so they're gonna, so you know, Ant Man will be there. But uh, like, Ant Man and Spider Man just kind of felt like throw-ins to. Let's so we can have our heroes fight each other. Mm-hmm. They really had no stake in the storyline, no advancement to the story. They were just kind of okay. We got more people to fight. Now, granted, how they handled them and what they did, they did right and they mm-hmm. did well. And I liked Hawkeye was in it. And again, somebody else I felt <laughs> that probably was just a throw-in, but I'm retired. Yeah, I'll be back. Yeah, <laughs> I'm retired. Okay, maybe I'm not. <laughs> I, I did like that they were all coming together. I liked the fight scene. I felt like it was very gratuitous. <laughs> like, oh my god! I'm like seriously, people. You, the reason you're in this mess is because you keep destroying things, <laughs> and and innocent people are getting hurt and killed. How about if we not destroy the airport <laughs> when we're ma- while we're mad at each other? And that's an expensive thing to replace is airports. Yes, <laughs> there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of issues with that. Uh, they did de- evacuate though. I did like that. It wasn't sp- yeah. Superman, you know. We're just going to kill yeah. a billion people. No, no, no. Everyone's gone. We're after five o'clock. The business district is shut down. I <laughs> fucking Batman versus Superman. Um, I did like Black Panther. I thought he stole the show. I will agree with that. I thought, yeah, his, his story arc was, you know, between him and the Winter Soldier. Those mm-hmm. are the two story arcs that that matter everything I, else was filler i like his bodyguard they said she will be in the next one uh the one oh, that said told black widow yeah, to leave yeah in the comic books i forget what they're called dora something is the name of the bodyguards that like, uh follow him around protect oh, okay. him and that's one of them and i believe in the black panther comic books uh and dev from snake oil please correct me if i'm wrong i believe uh, they're all females because they feel like they're the superior race and they're all built like strong and everything uh, and they're agile and all that. So there, I believe he has all female bodyguards in the books. I think they've changed it since then, but it yeah. used to be that he had all female bodyguards. Well, could be. And I, she looked badass. I want to see that fight. I want to <laughs> see those two, Black Widow and her, go at it. Uh, I thought he did a great job. Leaving there, I, ha- I wanted to see a Black Widow film. I want to yeah. see a Black, Black Panther, Panther film. And I'm intrigued by Spider-Man. Yeah, that's what. Honestly, this did more to get people to want to see Spider-Man mm-hmm. than Spider-Man did to help out this movie. Yes, Tom Holland looked great. Yeah, he he was he pulled off Peter Parker great. Uh, it's honestly, so far, I think the best Peter Parker to the screen. Yes. Um, I don't know. Tobey Maguire and Spider-Man Three was pretty good. <laughs> Let's do emo. Well, uh, at least. The teenage Peter Parker. I think he pulled that off better than Tobey Maguire did, or even Andrew Garfield. Or... See, I liked Andrew Garfield. I actually did like Andrew Garfield well, I... as him. 
I don't think the movies the movies were the horrendous. Movies good, but I think I think he feels more of the Spider-Man from the comic books than Andrew Garfield did. He looks younger. Yeah. yeah. And, because and, I think he is 15, well, 16. I, I think he's a little older, but looks younger. Okay. But, but uh, the biggest thing with... And Andrew Garfield felt like he was playing a, you know, Spider-Man from Earth 2. You know, not quite the Spider-Man that we grew up with, but maybe a different uh, dimensional Spider-Man. Ooh, Spider-Man 2099? Not 2099. Come on! No, no, I'm just saying, I have no problem with 2099, but that's not who Andrew Garfield Not as good as Punisher 2099. Yeah, no. Could we have that? That would be awesome. No, I don't want that. God, no. I I got the entire run of the X-Men 2099. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I had the Spider-Man 2099 run for a while. Uh, he's 19. Tom Holland is 19. Tom 19. Oh, God. Born in 1996. Dear God. <laughs> and, he, and he's more famous than you. I don't care about that. I just no. feel old. You are old. Uh, Garfield, Andrew Garfield is 32. Holy crap. I didn't know he was that. So old. I guess he was about 27 when the first first one he did, give or take. God, has it been five years? It doesn't even feel like it's been that long. Yeah, because Amazing Spider-Man came out. Two years ago? Three years ago? I don't even care. Uh, yeah. Is it worth looking up? No, not really. Okay. Um, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, Tom Holland. Sorry. Um, yeah, I I thought he did a good job. Overall, I thought the film was very good. I liked how... This is not a big spoiler. Just a little small. At the end, and I'm not going to spoil it, but... When they uh, all died? Yeah, everybody died. Everybody died. <laughs> we don't know what's going to happen for the next ones. So yeah. <laughs> there's no Avengers left. The, the, well, the Avengers... Squirrel Girl. Yeah, we squirrel girl. Wasp is going to get a new Avengers together because <laughs> yes. she wasn't in it. That's right. It's just going to be her, Squirrel Girl. Um, Sentry may look at Sentry. Oh God, <laughs> could we bring Sentry in? If you haven't don't know who Sentry is, consider yourself lucky. Fuck him. Marvel what for ten years? Oh, he's going to be the next big thing. No one cares about him. He's like the Roman Reigns of Marvel. No one cares. Let him die. <laughs> Like, anybody knows your reference there. Randall Holt does. Anyway. <laughs> uh, got you, RJ. Uh, my question was, though, um, so you're, I'm watching this. The ending, though, I thought they were going to do one thing and release the big bad guys. Oh, and they did yeah. it. And I loved it. Because it got to the end, and I was like, if they would do that, it's going to be like, oh, we're going to shoehorn them in. There's a big fight. Yeah. And there wasn't. And I was like, that's awesome. Yeah, because that's the thing. is like the the, the fight at the airport took so long you're like there's not a whole lot of time no. for another big fight and mystery to come is there did you like the Captain America Iron Man fight at the end oh I enjoyed it okay it, it was good I thought uh, I liked how they had the reference to the comic book cover of shield, Captain America throwing his shield up and uh, Tony Stark throwing the blast and going straight up um, I did like I thought that was really good I liked how Steve Rogers and t- and um, the Winter Soldier, Bucky, yeah. their friendship was shown through. Yeah. Because after a while, I'm like, okay, I understand you're the bestest of friends, but after a while, you gotta stop. Come on. Like, he's obviously guilty, but he, but he, he wasn't. He wasn't. No, because no, I was a. Th- I was worried that the premise wouldn't make em- enough sense. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, my favorite part about it was that they pulled it off that everybody's. Uh, reaction was was explained in a way that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the I just thought Steve Rogers isn't going to let you know Bucky get away with these atrocities. You know, uh, 
just because he's his friend. It's like, it's like, no, he's going to make sure they don't they capture him, not kill him. And he has a fair trial. And yeah. Or... And, and so it's like, okay, that makes sense. Because, you know, you, you see the clips and Steve is like, he's my friend. And you're like, so that way you're trying to keep him from justice? Um, but yeah, yeah, let it, me ask you, it, you it all think, made sense to me. Did you think they were going to kiss on the elevator going down? They were pretty close. Captain America and Winter Soldier were right next to each other. I was like, are they going to kiss? Maybe. I'm okay with that, but are they going to kiss? I think the Eskimo kissed a little. They did. Noses. Well, maybe they both had Eskimo, brother, their Eskimo <laughs> brothers. Eskimo brothers. brothers. <laughs> I did think it was uh, the Sharon Carter thing is a little creepy because I still think in the comic books is a little creep- creepy. <laughs> uh, Captain America and getting with her, I think yeah. it's a little creepy. It's like, oh, yeah, you're... The niece. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, essentially, Captain America was frozen for 60 years, so he really isn't 60 years old. I know, but it's still creepy. (laughs) You dated his, you know, you were dating her aunt, and now you're dating, eh. And and honestly, aunt seems generous. I think it's more of a a great aunt or something. It's it's, gotta be. It's gotta be grandma's or grandpa's sister, not mom or dad's sister one of the things i was looking at today was some easter eggs i may have missed and there wasn't yeah. too many pretty much all of them were obvious yeah uh they when they were talking about dot uh captain america and the winter soldier about back in the day you know you were dating dot or whatever she was actually in agent carter oh okay uh she was one of the customer not customer service but like one of the receptionists i think so and she did have red hair so that, i thought that was kind of fun because they said dot i was like i wonder if that that meant anything. I don't even remember that reference. Yeah, it was at the end, right before they jumped out of the the helicopter at the end to get to the thing. Or right before the helicopter landed, I'm sorry, in in Antarctica and flew over Worsley. Um, (laughs) Hey, look, there's Worsley. Uh, He has a shield on. Anyways. uh, Not a coat. No super soldier through serum. Uh, What would you give it? What grade? A through F. I, I, I'm leaning B plus. That's what my grade was. I was going B plus. I I liked it a lot. I will see it again. Um, I liked it a whole lot better than Age of Ultron. I don't. Yeah, like it. I like Age of Ultron, but this was better than Age of Ultron. I think I may have to watch Age of Ultron one more time. Uh, the problem is the second time I saw Age of Ultron, I think I liked it less than the first time. That is my worry. <laughs> That's my worry. But, but I think if I watch it again, it might come up a little. Because now, like, the second time I, I watched it, it was like all the disappointing things came to the forefront. So I'm thinking now if I already have those lined up, I can be more level-headed when watching it, if that makes sense. I felt like it was a, a very similar to Empire Strikes Back in terms of the flow and the bad guys kind of winning and getting one over. What, this one? or Captain America Civil War. I thought okay. that it was a little bit of Empire Strikes Back, which I like. It was just like I could yeah. see kind of a theme to it. Not just because the bad guys somewhat won, but just like, you know, I, I don't know. It just felt very ca- very Empire Strikes Back. Um, obviously, Empire Strikes Back was better, but... Did you think they put too much humor and stuff like that no, in it? Because it's a Marvel movie. Yeah, and that's what everybody, people who are the DC apologists, are like, "Oh, you just want to make you laugh, and they won't tell a serious story." And I'm like, oh, you know, the more I think about it, in life, even during your most serious parts of life, you need a little humor, or, or you're just not fun. Yeah, I mean, I just... even at the you know the darkest times or whatever. A joke somewhere really helps. Like a jacket. It like, helps. It helps. Now, granted, you're being aided. <laughs> that is true. 
Uh, I thought Spider-Man was funny because that's what he does. He talks during battles. (laughs) You haven't had too many fights because you don't talk this much during a fight. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) And can we say Falcon's awesome? I love Falcon. Falcon, I I think they took a a big step forward in his character development in this movie. Even him and Steve Rogers, Captain... uh, Steve Rogers, Falcon, and Winter Soldier, all of them had good chemistry. Like, you could tell Falcon was a little bit jealous. Even at the end when he's helping Winter Soldier, I hate you. I love that. Oh, yeah, when those two are... Webbed up. (laughs) I hate you. I Like I said, I liked it a lot. And we got to meet Red Wing... I and I'm fine with that. It's not a falcon. Yeah. I'm okay. A real falcon is just a drone. Yeah, he also didn't have real wings, so that made it's true. Sense. I liked his uh, how Falcon changed like protected himself with the, uh, the armor. Yeah. So I did like when one humorous part when Black Widow gives him the receipt for the his equipment. Yeah. Birds costume. costume. What? <laughs> I didn't write it. <laughs> oh, that was Doc Black Widow, wasn't it? Sharon, Sharon Carter. Carter. It was Sharon yeah. Carter. She gave him the re- bird costume. <laughs> So, no, overall, though, like I said, if you have not seen it, you need to go see it. Our opinions are not the only ones out there, though. We have others. What? You mean other people saw and had an opinion of this movie? They did. Des Hassing, um, Master of 18 Theater Awards and uh, Degrees. Degree. Theater Degrees. Theater, really, a degree. Anyways, uh, it's about as bad as uh, communications. Oh, dear God. Oh. Uh, yep, Captain America: Civil War is the deep impact of Batman v Superman's Armageddon. Ooh, I like that because Armageddon sucked balls. Deep impact was not good either. Well, but it was better than Armageddon. <laughs> well, what what was it compared to the uh, the the first daughter or uh, Chasing Liberty? Uh, <laughs> how does it compare to those two? The the, the president's daughter on the run movies. No. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Uh, from sorting the small stuff, Brian, Mr. Evans, Evans, but yes, uh, Bat- B- Batman versus Superman handled the character issue better, but Captain America: Civil War was a better movie. Cap and Ar- Iron Man had the wrong motivations. Uh, Cap should have been the one concerned about aftermath and the issues, and vice versa. That's what he said. Hmm. I, I think I kind of disagree with him. That was his opinion. Yeah, I, I think I'll disagree with that because. Well, obviously, you know, the way they were written in the comic books, those were the stands they took. And Cap was always the one who was fighting for freedom and liberty. And when you... Yeah, I, he doesn't... He wants to be able to do the do the stuff his conscience tells him, not what... Is politically the, correct. Not what the yeah, other people who with agendas tell you. Uh I was watching Avengers last night. Uh, it was on cable. And the society, I don't know, the uh, world society that was helping uh, Nick yeah. Fury. Oh, yeah. They're all in the shadows. I didn't realize this the many times I've seen it. The older guy in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the bad guy, that was so concerned about bringing the creature over from the other world. Powers Booth? I, yes. He's in... The World Council in Avengers. Ah. I didn't realize that. I was like, oh, okay, that kind of makes sense. I get that now. Yeah. I thought that was kind of a neat little thing that they connected so well. Uh, Doug, number one fan, his thoughts. Thought Civil War is good, not great. It it seemed too lighthearted. I didn't feel uh, like the two sides were at odds as much as the book showed. 
Wow, really? Yeah. Um, I will leave the one spoiler out of what he said. Uh, Black Panther looked great. His solo movie should be cool. And of the three cat movies, he said he put it uh, the third. third. But he did say uh, he thought the bad guy, Zemo's plan was very convoluted. <laughs> yeah, that's that's one of the slight problem I had is it's like, okay, you're you're putting all these things in motion and you are, I mean... You have to be a genius to know exactly how people are and everything went according to plan I, I manipulated tony stark enough that i got him to think this way and my question is why did and it's a very tiny spoiler why did zemo call the room service at the end because he wanted him to find the dead body oh, okay so he wanted them to know that he was manipulating yeah well yeah he, okay well, not just Captain America in those. I mean, he obviously no. showed well, himself, but... That, well, that was the motivation that got Tony to show up at the end. Oh, that's right. Out. Okay. When, I gotcha. When, yeah, they, they found out that uh, everything Cap... Tony found out that everything Cap said was right. That's right. So, I apologize. That's right. Uh, who is Martin Freeman's character? I don't know. Uh, some guy from the UN trying to run things? I guess. I don't think he becomes anyone, does he? I don't, I don't, if, yeah, uh, <laughs> I really have no way to answer I'll look. this one. I'll take a look. Uh, I'm just assuming it's a uh, governmental oversight drone. That's what I was thinking. I didn't think he was anybody, fa- I think, I feel like he's going to be the government stooge now. Yeah. Do you think Tony Stark takes over S.H.I.E.L.D., makes S.H.I.E.L.D. back? I don't know. Because, uh, well, S.H.I.E.L.D. isn't gone. Well. There's a shadow S.H.I.E.L.D. under Phil Coulson going on. A public on. S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> A public shield. Uh, that'd be tough to... I mean, it might be something like it, mm-hmm. but it won't be S.H.I.E.L.D. But, I mean, well, no, he's taking over the Avengers. Well, yeah, it's true. I, they did say that... Um, how come he picked Spider-Man above Daredevil in the film? And it's Because like, they got the rights to Spider-Man, not Daredevil? No, they have the rights to Daredevil. He can show up in the movies. Oh, that's right. Daredevil's yeah. no longer with Fox. Yeah, they're in yeah. Netflix and that. Yeah. Uh, they said... But it's like... Because I think he, I felt yeah. like he saw yeah. Spider-Man, like a little bit of him in him, the genius and all yeah. that. I thought he connected with him more, and well, he was able to bribe him. And maybe he doesn't actually know who Daredevil is, where he was able to figure Correct. out who Spider-Man was. Because Daredevil is street level. Very street also level. Also Spider-Man. Yeah, but not as, but, well, I don't know. But he was maybe able to track Spider-Man, where Daredevil, as an adult and gone through all this, was able to probably cover his tracks a little better. And my thought was, too, that he can't manipulate Daredevil like he could a young Spider-Man. Oh, that's true. See? So, uh, one quick thing. Do you think... Switching gears. Legends of Tomorrow. I'm catching up. I'm still not there yet. All right. Just a real quick thing. Do you think in second season, the big bad guy after Savage is gone, which... He is like, I'm waiting for him to curl no, his no, I'm mustache. I'm not sure if I'm 100% caught up. Was there a new one last week? Yeah, I'm not caught up. Oh, okay. So you're actually probably ahead of me okay. by like an episode. I'm just throwing this out there because I saw it online. They, it was an interesting little comment uh, in the thing. Do you think Adam's bro- uh, Brandon Roth, the Adam, do you think his brother is the big bad guy the second season? I hadn't thought of that at all. I like that idea. I like that. It could be. I, it, it has the brother versus brother connection. They're both geniuses. You need a big bad guy for the second season. It did get renewed. So yeah. 
Maybe Vandal Savage escapes this season and... I hope not. Still is the big bad. I don't mind if he's still out there, but I don't need him as the main guy. That's the issue. I'm or kind of, maybe a offspring of Vandal Savage. The daughter? The, yeah. Did you like Jonah Hex in Legends yeah, of Yeah, I like how they handled Jonah Hex. I think they said they're going to bring him back for second season. For the whole season or just one episode? Uh, the idea is that he might be joining. They did get two new guys that they're going to be joining. Oh. But they didn't say who yet. Uh, so that means some people will probably be leaving. Yeah. Who? I wouldn't mind if Hawk, Hawk Girl <laughs> left. Yeah, kick her a Hot Girl. No, hot not girl Hot Girl. Needs to hawk stay. Girl. <laughs> I, I'm not really invested in her. I really don't no. like. I, I think it might be the actress. I, I'm do, not. Do, do you think. Can she go, but they still keep Adam around? Yeah, I hope so. I like Brandon Routh in it. Yeah. He's corny, but I think they oh, need that's the that. Character. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have uh, no problem with that. You got to keep Cap- Captain Cold and Heatwave. Yeah. Uh, I'd probably stop watching if those guys leave. Just give those guys 10 year contracts <laughs> and be done with it. Uh, this isn't my first prison break. God, <laughs> I love that joke. Love it. Uh, I think those two guys stay. Obviously, uh, Rip Hunter. God. Worst wow. porn name ever. <laughs> uh, I think. You gotta keep Firestorm and the Doctor. Do you gotta? I like the Doctor. I really I mean, do. I, I love and I him. like Ro- Ronnie. No, not Ronnie. No, not um, Ronnie. It's uh, Jackson. Yeah, I like them together. Jackson, I think, is still a very young actor. I think they yeah. still need to work on it. Yeah, I, I don't think he would be good without the Professor. Correct. Although I think the Professor could be by be, be a good character without him. I think if you got rid of Hawkman and Hawkgirl, I'm fine with that. I wouldn't be surprised if they do because of the CGI. Yeah, that might I, be difficult. It might Which be, is why I thought they might get rid of Firestorm, too, because every time they... Yeah, but you, they... You notice someone with that power, he doesn't use it all no, that much. No, and that's the other thing. Is like they, they kind of push him to the side. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. It's like, oh, oh, you, we, we, oh, they're separated. It's like they, they're always doing two different things. I'm like... Maybe they should always run <laughs> missions together in case they need to use their he power. He has nuclear fire. <laughs> use it. When Heatwave is dressed up as the bounty hunter, use it. <laughs> Stop being separated. Uh, I, I like, I wish they would do more standalone ones like they did in the 1950s. Uh, I thought the best thing they did this year, uh, like little story arc, was Brandon Routh and Hawk uh, Girl being stuck in the 50s and building a life. Yeah. That was really cool. And I like that it's kept with them throughout the last... It's like, that is really kind of dark and kind of yeah. cool. Like, yeah, I, it's like, we've been waiting for two years. Why didn't you just show up two years ago yeah. to pick us up? You could travel through time. Brandon, <laughs> uh, a little bit of problems. <laughs> this is as close as we could get. <laughs> I like that, though, that they lived together for two yeah. years. They did that. Do you think uh, White so Canary's back? I could see her going to uh, Arrow. Oh, it's possible. I think she's. I think she's going to be back because I think they kind of liked her and they probably gave her a fairly long contract Mm -hmm. or whatnot. I don't see her leaving, although I think she's the one that could easily be written out. I think her story arc is actually not bad. The character arc is not bad with her. I've like I like her a lot. Um, I liked her and actually liked her better than Laura Lang or, or Laura whatever. Laura Lance? Yeah. Um, Wait. Yeah, Moomoo Sons, thank God. 
until until they bring her to they the said Lazarus she, pit. They said no. she will not be coming back. They said she wanted uh, she wanted out. Yeah, or she wanted more money. <laughs> kind of a little bit of both. I think she wanted out because she wants to do other things. It's uh, like, okay, see ya. Yeah, yeah please, let her. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, we got to get rid of you. It is, switching gears real quick on Arrow, it's very weird, their team. Like, they keep switching guys, yeah. and I'm wondering, like, who the hell is coming back? Please bring Arsenal back. Please. Well, maybe that's the reason to get White Canary in there, you know? She finds out Black Canary's dead, comes in, takes her place on the team. I'm, that's what I was thinking. Uh, I I have no issue with that. I like Speedy is okay. Uh, he oh, has a pretty I, I, he has I, a pretty kick ass uh, female team. Yeah, no, I honestly I was impressed with how well uh, Speedy Theo whatever because mm-hmm. uh, yeah, like the first two seasons, it's like she was just an annoying pain in the ass mm-hmm. little sister. Uh, but oh well, once she learned how to fight, she's pretty cool. I would like to see them do the um, heroine. Uh, storyline with her. She doesn't have to get AIDS like in the comic book Speedy oh, got AIDS. Yeah. I would like to see if they could do a dark take on that. I don't know. I, I, don't, I think it might be too dark but I thought it would be a neat little thing because when she was kind of addicted to some type of drug yeah, in she, the beginning. Yeah, she, she was a, a drug addict or whatnot. Yeah. I, I, I don't think Roy Harper Arsenal was coming back but I wouldn't be upset. I would love to see him come back. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if uh, what's his name actor got any Colton, gigs, if that's his name. Yeah, Colton Haynes. If he got any gigs after that, but he just came out of the closet too. Good for him. Good for him. So he was uh, talking that he got tired of acting every day of his life. So good for him. Well, you're an actor. No, in his personal life too. <laughs> I mean, I get tired of my job every day of my no, life. No, 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 not that part. He meant when he went home, he was still acting. Shut up. <laughs> Of course, he did say it was the worst kept secret in Hollywood. I was like, good for you. Good for you to be happy and come out. Um, no, I, and what's the other one? Arrow? Flash. Oh, Flash. yeah. I'm still about an episode behind. I'm one episode behind. I, I watched two today, but there's still one more. I like Flash. The Zoom storyline is getting kind of boring. I'm kind of ready for it to be done. They're coming to a head with it, I hope. Did you see the guy that played Jay Garrick is going to be at the Cincinnati Comic Expo in September? I did not see that. He is coming. Are you so. excited? I am excited. I am excited about it. He, okay, you're tired of the, the Zoom storyline, but you're excited about He does a really good job. He does a good job. I hate the storyline, but I like the guy. I don't hate the storyline. I'm just kind of, it's kind of like Arrow. Do we need an overall, overall season arch, arc through it? And then they said, do you think... The main bad guy, like, everybody keeps wondering who the big bad guy is each season. It's always John Barrowman. (laughs) And it's true. In Arrow, you mean? Yeah. He is the main bad guy. And yet he can walk, he walks into their hideout whenever he wants. (laughs) You guys gotta get better security. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) He is awesome. John Barrowman is awesome in it. He's grown on me. I did not like him first couple seasons. Uh, He's grown on me a lot more than Detective Lance. Oh, no. I, that's kind of who I was hoping died. Could we please get rid of him? Please. I'm so tired of it. Um, but, you know, I, I like all three. Hey, you know what? If they can, if they, uh, you know, TV has every single superhero, I'm fine with it. You can pick and choose Supergirl. That may, It's on the chopping block. They don't know if it's going to be renewed or not. Uh, and and if, if the CW did the numbers that... Uh, is it CBS? Super, yeah. That has Supergirl. If they, if any of their shows were doing Supergirl numbers, they would be... Ecstatic. Yeah. They said... They'd be orgasmic. Uh, they said Supergirl is too expensive, 
and that's the issue. Uh, uh, so they're trying to put, uh, they're thinking about moving it up to Vancouver to cut the cost. Oh, okay. So I, they said CBS will probably bring it back. The whole rumor that was out there that it was going to CW is actually bullshit. They said it was actually started by this guy on a blog that was doing a big storyline about it. Mm-hmm. And they're like, why don't we just... He's like, why don't they just move it to CW? And then he basically started a rumor that it was moving to CW. It's like, uh, no, it's not. It's, <laughs> it's, uh, because CBS still owns the rights? Well, CBS yeah. is also part C, owner of CW. Oh. It's 50%. Stupid CBS. So that's why the Flash came on. They were able to do that. Well, yeah. So. It's, uh, CW is like anything that can get a, a, a press for our show will let them happen. Yeah. They're going to have America's uh, America or what is it? Most Wanted. They're going to bring Shield. They're bringing everything. <laughs> uh, they're going to bring um, uh, Zack Snyder probably direct something too. I hope. I hope that well, would be great. Zack Snyder's directed some good things. Uh huh. Three hundred. So, Three hundred. Uh huh. The Watchmen. Uh-huh. No. Yeah? Uh, no, I'm going to say no. 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 He did direct it. Not enough schlong in it. <laughs> Not enough schlong. <laughs> oh, you schlong. needed more schlong. Okay. You always need more schlong. <laughs> no, but I'd say, you know, if he has the right story, he can do it. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have him in charge of writing said story or coming up <laughs> with the ideas behind it. But he can direct it if he gets the proper story. They said they're slowly pushing him out at Warner Brothers. In the, they said he will not be overseeing the universe soon. Yeah. And they said Ben Affleck will be. Yeah, I heard something about that. I'm fine with that. Oh, yeah. He loves they, comics. He loves that era. They, they, they need a new set of eyes on it because <laughs> something's not right with it right now. Zack Snyder, I'm not doubting his love for the books and everything else. Well, I, I heard know he's not a big fan of them really yeah See, I just heard, and who knows i mean but it goes back and forth it's like ben affleck i think could he i think he would be able to calm it down he would be able to streamline it a little bit more and maybe he his batman won't be just as angsty and angry Arr, i can't do it you can do it Arr, i'm mad everything's wrong i'm mad i'm just gonna hurt people because i'm mad but bruce i just want to watch the old bone it's good it's good i can't do it jeremy irons yet <laughs> He did hardly had any role in the movie to. Brush. my Jeremy Irons. <laughs> oh my God! It sounded like Aunt May more than Alfred. Brush. Why are you doing? Sounded... <laughs> I'm done. I can't do it. Let's go to listener feedback. Before we get to listener feedback, uh, Martin Freeman played Everett Ross from the comic books. He was a U.S. State Department employee. Uh, his world changed forever when he was signed to Chakala. I can never say it. T'Challa? Uh, Black oh, Panther. Yeah, uh, the Black Panther in Roller of Wakanda. Uh, he, they faced multiple threats, and Ross assisted him in many of these threats. Uh, the Panther often risked much for Ross in return. Uh, let's see. Ross uh, was an expert of Wakanda. Uh, he was put in part of the meeting between the White House and the Wakanda in the comic books. Uh, let's see, and so that's he's about the go it. Go between between yeah. Wakanda and the U.S. It has not yet been revealed if he's any relation to General Thunderbolt Ross. So that's uh, I was just kind of wondering who Doug mentioned it. I don't know who I've never seen. It. I didn't even know he was in the comic books. So good for him. I assumed the character was somewhere in the comics is just deep enough that I had no clue. Yeah. Okay, d- d- Jeff, go ahead and do listener feedback. Oh, because Blake's not here. Yes, I get to read Blake's part. Uh, from number one fan, Doug. 
Is Fox Sports One like the WCW and overpaying for fading stars, i.e., Skip Bayless, Colin, uh, Colin Cowherd, and Jason Whitlock? They're not good stars. Uh, they're terrible. Um, one, it's ridiculous that you would ever overpay for Skip Bayless or Colin Coward because they are two of the worst. Uh, Bayless got a $4 million signing bonus. I can't believe he's getting more money <laughs> 20 based million. off of what he's done on ESPN. He should have been fired. I think they said $25 million is what he's getting. Oh, that's ridiculous. Do you, As much as I dislike ESPN because of what they do, yeah. You know, you have to watch them sometimes just for some of the things. Yeah. My issue is, though, is this addition by subtraction. For I, ESPN? Yeah. I'm wondering if ESPN's realizing that I mean, maybe we shouldn't be having these guys in our rate because their ratings have gone down. Their viewership has gone down. But has his shows gone down? That's the question. And who who likes them? I, I don't know. I, it's the same thing with the political talk radio. I can't stand yeah. it because all they do is go back and forth yelling at each other. Yeah. You're never changing my mind because you're yelling at but me. But that's what gets ratings, apparently. And I don't know why. I, I don't know why either. I can't listen to it, but... I, I don't get it. Skip Bayless, my God, he is awful. He is horrible. And, uh, and the, Whitlock is not much better. Yeah, Whitlock, I mean, when you're putting him with those other guys, I mean, Bayless and Coward are, are probably one and two of my most hated uh, followed closely behind with Max Kellerman on that one, who's back with ESPN now. Kellerman used to be decent. In the very beginning, he was decent. <sighs> he got so much of an ego on himself. Yeah. And, well, Kellerman, he's the one that made his name by calling uh, Jim Everett Chris Everett. Is that him? Wasn't was that, that him? Wasn't that him? It might be. You might be right. Let me double check. And uh, so that's not really a good it? thing. I thought that was Jim Rome. Oh, you're right. It was Rome. I was like, wait a minute. That's not Kellerman. That's Kellerman Kel- used to do uh, Kellerman, Around the Horn. Oh, yeah. I And I thought it was the best thing when he left and they brought in uh, Reality. I do like Reality. I, I thought Reality was so much better than Kellerman ever. Kellerman was trying to be the next Jim Rome. That's mm-hmm. what it was. Yeah, I got my pardon for getting my facts mistaken there. Is Jim, yeah, Jim Rome on Fox Sports? Uh, or he's what? on CBS Sports, I think. Is that where he is? I he's can- one of them. Um, they did no. say Chris Berman and is it Tom Jackson? Is that his partner on the Monday on night the football, thing? Monday football. Yeah, I think it's Tom Jackson. And the Sunday night morning thing. They said those two are probably gone after this season. All right. Thank goodness. Yeah. No more Chris Berman. He how he has a job boggles my mind. He I'll is have, horrible. I don't have a problem with him having a job. How he's got the prime job. Yes. It's like, oh, well, you've been here for so long, we're going to let you do whatever you want. It's like, no, you tell him, yeah, you're going to do this show at this time. If you don't like it, you can leave. Two in the morning. (laughs) Well, they said he got into, on his last contract uh, three years ago, he got into a bidding war with NFL Network. And I was like, no, I love the NFL Network. Do not bring him. Except when they hire rapists, Darren Sharper. Uh, (laughs) Do not bring Chris Berman in. And uh, thank God they didn't. I can ignore ESPN. I love my NFL network. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, ESPN is the one that's on every basic cable. All yeah. the others you have to search for and may or may not have. Their numbers, though, have gone down from 100-something million, like 105, to yeah. 89 million in the last three years. Well, there's other... Well, they said people aren't paying for this the um, the tier for it because yeah. now all the cable companies are going to tiers. tiers. Like, you yeah. can buy different packages. They said people aren't buying it. 
And it's like, that's interesting because one, you you got NFL Network, MLB Network, NHL Network, NBA. Yeah. They all do it better because their one focus is that sport. Their focus is that sport. And if they're, you know, as a sports network where you cover most of the sports, I like to say that because ESPN as the one, the all sports network still does a shitty job covering hockey or soccer or yes. anything else. Unless uh, they own it. SEC. Yeah. Part of it. <laughs> But, yeah, they, they got outbid on hockey, and, you know, it's it, it barely even noticeable that hockey even exists in their world. Yeah. Sorry, um, Barry Melrose. Yeah, they, they paid Barry Melrose a lot of money uh, the year they had hockey, and his contract is still going strong. It's going to be the easiest <laughs> job for Barry Melrose. Yeah, I'll show up and talk about uh, hockey for five minutes a day. Uh, 15 minutes a week? I'm good. Have a good day. <laughs> uh, I got fired by Tampa after 12 games, eight games. <laughs> Uh, what else does Doug say? Uh, let's see. If weekend estimates are accurate, Zootopia has now made more domestically than Batman v Superman. Hashtag the power of Disney. We got uh, Batman v Superman, I think, in the box office news later on. Uh, yeah, we do. Okay. We, we can talk about it. Zootopia really surprises me. I'm not bashing Batman v Superman. I'm impressed by Zootopia. Well, like if you make a quality film, there's chances it could get noticed. With that, nice segue into VF's question comment. Oh, VF's <laughs> comment uh, from VF at, gra- at VF Graphic Novice. Uh, yes, they just released a Ratchet and Clank <laughs> for the PS4. It's a reimagining of what the film was based on. So they kind of released the film and a new game uh, concurrently. Shows you how much I realize that. Yeah. Well, thanks for that bit of information. So as good as Zootopia has done, Ratchet and Clank has not. And we got that in the box office bombs too. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank you, VF, for that update though. If anybody knows the mistakes that we make, we don't make many. Yeah, we do. But just send them (laughs) on in at Twitter at Bad Ideas Podcast or on our Facebook page, The History of Bad Ideas. All right, uh, moving on. Snake Oil Comics at SOC Podcast. Favorite style of pizza, i.e. New York, Detroit, Chicago, etc. I do love Chicago deep dish. I have to put it this way. I got in a discussion with uh, with Big Dev on this. I saw that on Twitter. Uh, I just learned Detroit has a style of pizza. What type of style is that? It's uh, Apparently, it's similar to Sicilian, mm-hmm. but more oh crunchy crust or really slightly different but pretty much it's a Sicilian. is it crunchy because of the shell casings yes is that why <laughs> that that's it yes yeah, and your complaints to blake at graphic novels uh california has a style too theirs is more flatbread and they put a bunch of vegetables on well there. yeah but their <laughs> crust is well which one's your favorite uh, i don't have a favorite no. i have a depending on the mood i'm in you know what my favorite is? Pizza. Pizza. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I'm in the mood for a, a, a New York fold your slice up type uh, piece. Sometimes I'm in the mood for that deep dish uh, Chicago pie. Is there a place around here that does deep dish like Chicago? Uh, I like it. whenever we order pizza, it's always thick crust. Yeah, that's my least favorite. Really? That's, that's close to what the Detroit is, but mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, we, we don't really. There probably are some, but not chains-wise, like maybe smaller ones, mm-hmm. that will do a... I don't know. Do we still have an Uno's around? 
Oh, I don't know. Because who knows what's the place I knew where I'd get the Chicago, the, the layered pie or whatnot type one. There's a place going downtown, Cincinnati. Sorry for your local guy, non-local people, but it's called Pies and Pints that I'm intrigued to check out. Oh. So. so they'll have apple, and boysenberry pie. Ooh, boysenberry. Everybody loves boysenberry. <laughs> they did, uh, there is a New York style in uh, Kentucky, right across the river. Uh, it's called Godfather's Pizza. Mm, oh. That is some good pizza. Oh, Godfather's. They used to be. Yeah, I think they, it's they a different. For a while. Oh, it's different. Yeah, I think different, so. Same style, though? Or it's a it, big uh, slice of cheap pizza. No, no, there's there's New York ones everywhere, to be honest. Oh, yeah, you do actually have one over by you guys yeah, <laughs> where uh, you live. We got NYPD, yeah. New York Pizza Delivery. We got the five boroughs right near where I live. So, oh. I mean, I got the New York style wherever. Like I said, yeah, the Chicago style. Uh, oh, like, Chicago Uno's, Uno's is it? I forgot about. Yeah, I think there's but, one somewhere around us, but yeah, like the one pretty I good. used to go to isn't there anymore. So. Oh, maybe not then. <laughs> well, they, they they had several in the town, but does Domino's have a style? Uh, Detroit. <laughs> That's what I was expecting to have to say. Well, Domino's is out of Detroit. They're the Detroit style. I don't oh, know they if are? Domino's is out of Detroit. <laughs> Again, I, if you're wrong. No, Pizza Hut, I think, is out of Detroit. No. Papa John's is out of Detroit. Eh, well, Papa John's is, is not out of, of anything. Oh, God. I think I don't even know. Is Papa John's out of Denver? I don't know. But Papa I don't John, know where any of these places Papa are. Papa John's out of, is not good. I know for a fact Little Caesars is out of Detroit. Yeah, that is true. Little Caesars is. So I suppose the Little Caesars deep, deep dish dish pizza. With the bacon-wrapped crust? Well, probably without the bacon-wrapped crust. It's <laughs> Detroit style. <laughs> and we all wonder why we're fat. <laughs> I never wondered it. I was actually disappointed in the bacon wrap crust pizza. Did you try it? Oh, of course. Okay. Look at me. Of course I tried it. <laughs> of course I tried it. That's the name of the title. <laughs> My bad. Okay, what else does he say? Uh, he also asks, how excited is Britter that Taylor Swift is going to be Dazzler? Um, is this confirmed? Yes. They're taking, like, the one person who I want to see on film. Taylor Swift? And make, oh. No, Dazzler. <laughs> and, and casting the, the, the one celebrity who I can't stand. There's a set photo, and I forget who pulls it out. It might be, um, not Iceman, uh, Quicksilver. They're in yeah. a record shop in uh, Apocalypse. Okay. And he pulls it out. It's Dazzler. And it's Taylor Swift on the cover. So, so that means if they have future movies, mm-hmm. they're looking at Dazzler playing, yes. or Taylor Swift playing Dazzler. Yes. I mean, I know she's supposed to be a pop singer, but wow, can you get the... Uh, I suppose it'll bring the, the kitties into the sh- movie. Brings the milkshakes. <laughs> <laughs> Her milkshake brings all the kids to the yard. I guess. But uh, man, I can't stand T-Swizzy. Or whatever she calls herself these days. Taylor Nazi. Um, yeah, I... I oh, God. I don't care that Dazzler's in it. Please get her out. Please stop. No, I want Dazzler in no. it. I just don't want Taylor Swift to be Dazzler. The uh, next movie they announced today for X-Men After Apocalypse is going yeah. to take place in the 90s. Of course. They're going decade, decade by, by decade. Decade So... So, did they say what storyline they were looking to do? Or they, they said Dark Phoenix Dark could Phoenix. be it. Yeah. And then there was another storyline. They, they said, I can't remember it. My question is, um, do you think they're going to, the characters, are they going to switch them out again? Because how old are they going to be? Like, 
Well, the, in comic books, people don't age the same way they age I in know, real life. I know, but it's going to be weird. I, I mean, wonder if they're going to do a, at the end of Apocalypse, it's going to be a time time machine type of thing, and they're in the 90s now. Eh, probably not. I hope they're, they're not. just going to say it's 10 years later and we aged two years. We age gracefully. We, well, they do in comics. Yeah. I mean, you know, the teenagers of the original X-Men, they were like 16 when it started. They're now, what, in their late 30s? Is that before or after Bobby was gay? That was before. Is the old Bobby gay or the young Bobby? I think it's just the young Bobby. Okay, okay. I'm glad he didn't remember that era. <laughs> like, really? This is how we're going to try to sell comics? Shut the fuck up. I seriously have no problem with, with having gay characters in the universe. I have no issue with gay characters in the universe. The way they did it yeah. with Iceman is the dumbest thing ever. But to just choose somebody at random, basically, yeah. and say, well, we haven't really made good stories about your love life, so, yeah, you're gay. Wait a minute, what? What happened? <laughs> I'm like, I'm sure Opal's happy to hear that. Uh, well, my thing is, though, like... I mean, I don't know. know. Maybe they wrote gay undercurrents for him the whole time. For and 40 years? Noticed. Stanley is not a good writer. <laughs> right enough to, and I, like I said, I do believe that I'm not like the hardcore, like, you can't diversify these characters. Yeah. I have no issue doing that. Because guess what? When they were written in the 1950s and 60s, they were all white right, yeah. ri- writers doing it. Yeah. So, of course, it's going to be all white characters. I have no issue diversifying them, making them gay, anything. I get that. It, you know, shows you got to bring everybody into the table, to the table. Yeah. But at the same time, you got to do it smartly. You know, don't do it like, uh, oh, yeah, he's gay now. Wait, wait, yeah, what? Yeah, yeah, characters that have longstanding history. Yeah. They just, oh, okay. Because uh, DC did that with the original uh, uh, Green Lantern, was it? Yes. Alan Scott. Alan Scott. And it's like, well, so I suppose, you know, all the history of, you know, the children he's had. Well, let's be real. Nobody uh, cared about Alan Scott, so they did it. Uh, if they really had the guts, they would have done well, it to Guy prob- Gardner. Oh, that would have been interesting. But I, that's the problem is, I mean, I suppose, yeah, okay. Yeah, I don't want to make the assumption that, you know, gay people can't have children. They tend to have them less often. And, you know, he had, like, two children who... Those were the characters I actually liked. It was uh, Jade and Obsidian. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, so you're pretty much saying unless something different happens, those characters will never come back. And they should... And if he lived in Mississippi, he probably isn't allowed having kids. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to 1940s. Woo-hoo! Number last in education. (laughs) Send complaints to Scab Jeff at Graphic Novice. Uh, what else we got? Uh, moving along, we got the Pop Culture Cafe at TPC Cafe. Your favorite scene slash least favorite scene from Captain America Civil War. Favorite scene is probably the airport scene just to see it all fight out. I have to say, I think it's both the same scene. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, favorite, I mean, just the fight at the airport, the airport fight scene was great you got to see you know everybody fight i mean this is yay this is what comic books do they throw and mm-hmm. but in all intents and purposes it did nothing to move the story along no. it did nothing to help the the plot it, it was filler so the filler scene was the most stunning that brought out all the powers of all the uh combatants but 
yeah, really was uh, just slowed the movie down. Honestly, the plot got lost in that scene. I'll give you that. I agree with you completely. I th- I, and I liked Ant Man in that scene. I like that. I also like uh, Scott Lang Ant Man when he gets out of the van and he taps Captain America. Oh, look at you! Yeah. Oh, big muscles. <laughs> You know what, Paul Rudd. Outside of Chris Pratt and Star Lord, Paul Rudd. I did it. Ant Man was okay. I was okay with the movie. It was not my favorite. Not horrible. Just not my favorite. But he did a, does a hell of a job. I, and I think part of Ant Man's yeah. issue with me, the movie was Yellow Jacket. I kind of did not like the bad guy. I thought he was really too. Oh, yeah. Too, too twirling my mustache. Yeah, I'm going to put her on the train tracks. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of. I like the. That you were just waiting for Michael Douglas to die. Oh, God. <laughs> you can't make a franchise with him. He's 90. That's why the other guy's the franchise. Here's an idea. They said the original script not only had Wasp, but also had Michael Douglas in it. Hank Pym. Oh, like, well. Is he in a tank? <laughs> well, the original script probably well, they wouldn't have gotten Michael Douglas to play Hank Pym in the original script then. Well, maybe. Let's see. Uh, keep going. Uh, moving on to uh, Doctor Number One at Doctor Number One. Is Bon Jovi a sellout for doing a direct TV commercial? Hashtag left field. Shut your whore mouth. No. Bon um, Jovi is the greatest thing ever. If he wants to do a direct TV commercial and slum it, that's fine. I'll say, yeah, he's a sellout, and I'll say I have no problem with sellouts. Somebody offered you the money, you if would do it too. Someone offers me the money, oh hell yes. Uh, but no, I'll put it like, and anybody who wants to offer me the money, just send it my way, and I'll hawk whatever you want me to hawk. <laughs> Beer, <laughs> loofahs, it Lo- doesn't matter. Yes, Pez, 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 Pez. We don't make Pez up in the upstairs studio yeah, today. Yeah, we're in the small studio. Yeah. Uh, it's a quaint atmosphere. I can turn the fireplace on. Uh, so, yes, there's your listener feedback. Thank you, everybody. Face off! Face off! I want to take his face off. Oh, Nicholas Cage. <laughs> Who we got this week? Uh, this week, uh, Randall Holt at RJ Holt 666. It's not evil. Just handled that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, face off. Superman, Christopher Reeve mm-hmm. versus Superman. Henry Cavill. Is this Christopher Reeve Stephen Hawking version or or Christopher Reeve current version? Well, he, yeah, that would not be good. Um, <laughs> oh, is this Christopher Reeve Superman 3 red kryptonite affected? Or nuclear man affected? I'm going to say healthy Superman. <laughs> okay. And unless Henry Cavill throws a horse at him, I think he's okay. Okay. So, uh, so who do you think... Uh, who would win? Henry Cavill. Have you seen that guy's oh, arms? Yeah. That man. <laughs> I'm a straight man, and that man is impressive. <laughs> Yummy. <laughs> and apparently he has less qualms about killing and hurting people. <laughs> That's true. Oh, hi, hi Christopher Reeve. Snap. I mean, yeah. We, we saw how he defeated Zod. Yes. Snapping his neck versus how Christopher Reeve, I tricked you into being inside the machine instead of I throw my S at you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, he does have a big cellophane S that no one knows where that came it's from. Horrible. Oh, horrible. you might be in trouble, though, because he might use the mind erasing kiss power on Henry Cavill. <laughs> And he'll forget who he is. It's true. Of course, on the other side, Henry Cavill will probably get... If he did get punched, he would probably just go back to fishing. 
Oh, nobody loves me. Where's my place in the world? I want to join uh, Discovery Channel's uh, Deep Sea Fishing or Wicket Tuna. Can I join Wicket Tuna? I'm not even good enough for the lobster boat. Crab boat, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> not even good enough for deadliest cat. <laughs> That's what it is. Going to Wicked Tuna. I do have deadly arms, though. Snap! <laughs> uh, so I'm going Henry Cavell still. Uh, I'm agreeing. Brandon Routh versus Henry Cavell. Ooh. I do like. I did like Brandon Routh as, Hen- as Superman. I did. I did. I do like Henry Cavill as Superman. I just don't like the direction the films has taken. Correct. But I like the actor choice. I would probably still go Henry Cavill. I think I would, too. Because I don't think Brandon Routh would actually... The Superman would yeah. fight. He just stalks. Hello, Lewis. <laughs> I see you. Is that my child? All right. Uh, Henry Cavill Superman or Dean Cain Superman? Ooh. Dean Cain, because he got Terry Hatcher. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going that. Over Amy Adams? Yes. Back in the day? Oh, I'll oh, take Terry Hatcher. Oh, I'll Terry take Hatch- Amy Adams oh. over even... Terry Hatcher. Amy or, Adams seems like she has a better personality, but ooh, back in the day, ooh, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, was, we know they both will kick Margot Kidder's ass. <laughs> 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 oh, good old Margot Kidder. Uh, Richard Pryor versus Henry Cavell. <laughs> I got a computer. <laughs> okay, Richard Pryor mm-hmm. versus Kevin Spacey. Huh. <sighs> Well, Kevin Spacey's better at real estate. Uh, but is he good at programming computer to round down to round all those uh, fraction cents into your Ooh, bank that's account? That's true. That is true. It is the office space idea. Yeah. Um, well, actually, the Superman, Superman three, 3 idea. <laughs> oh, so just like Superman three? Yeah, yeah just like yeah, that. Just like that. <laughs> we, we figured we had a couple hundred bucks. <laughs> I'm going uh, Lex Luthor because Cal Penn, he has Cal Penn. Ah. And that strikes fear into everybody. <laughs> Who's your thugs? Bruno? No, I got Cal Penn. Uh, I'm sorry, who? Who? <laughs> you know the Kumar? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm scared. No, who else is your muscle? No, that's him. Okay. Anyone else? Maybe his brother? But wasn't he supposed to be the computer expert in the I don't movie? Know. Which I just... Richard Pry- Okay, Richard Pryor versus uh, Cal Penn. This is a slippery <laughs> slope we're going down here. This is a rabbit hole. Um, can we just say, God, those were awful films. Uh, of course, the the beginning of Superman 3 is one of the best openings ever of a superhero. I don't think I even remember. When the guy's trapped in the car and the water's filling up because of the fire hydrant. Do you remember that part? No. Somehow, <laughs> the car runs over a fire hydrant he gets knocked out, and like I don't know if there's like a hole underneath or something. The water's going up into the car, and Superman has to rip the top off and get him out. That is the opening. Oh, that sounds terrible. Oh, it's bad. That sounds worse than a James Bond opening. It's bad. It is horrible. So it's not good, Moonraker. So, <laughs> all right. So Henry Cavill versus Moonraker. Henry Cavill, Moonraker is the best Bond yeah. ever. Worst. <laughs> All right, so uh, news of the geek. News of the geek. Sure. It's time for another installment of the news of the geek. Yeah, I was getting a little tired of not hearing the uh, Chris Pratt news theme, so we had to go for that this week. I miss Chris Pratt news. I do too. We may have to change that up next time. That's another retired segment we can bring back. Yes. So. Well, we just have to get around the court order. That's right. We love you, Chris. 
Mm, Chris Pratt abs. Mm. Uh, of course you tried it. Anyways, uh, <laughs> let's see. The Punisher series on Netflix has not started filming yet, but rumors, according to comicbookmovie.com, uh, of who the big bad guy will be for the first season are trickling in. Possibilities include Kingpin, Bullseye, Jigsaw, or even the Russian. Not the Russian. Kevin Nash's character from the Punisher movie. Oh. So he's a hitman. Uh, I I think it's going to be... Is he good enough to be a big bad? I don't know. I don't think... I feel and, like he's, like he's going to be a, a side character. And, I mean... Kingpin, uh, I don't know if he's... They'll have to write a, a way that makes sense from what's happened already. I don't know if you want to start out with Kingpin. Bullseye, I thought they would be saving more for a new Daredevil season. It's got to come into Daredevil, right? I think. I mean, Bullseye starting in Punisher doesn't sound right to me. Here's my idea. And I, this is a completely original idea. I just thought of it here. I'm fine with Kingpin, but the season of Punisher takes place in the jail he's in prison with kingpin and they're trying to fight for control he's trying to survive the entire season is in how jail? cool would that be it would be like oz with somewhat prison break <laughs> meets orange is the new black yeah with punisher and superheroes you could have the russian in it as a cameo you could have some of the characters i'm tm trademarking that right now <laughs> how cool would that be though if you have kingpin in his own setting, because he's taking over another place, and Punisher is the one to stop him. I like it. Do you like that idea? I don't know. I still need to catch up on uh, season two of Daredevil. Daredevil to even know if I like Punisher. But how cool would that be? I like that idea. I have to say, and I know this is probably an unpopular opinion, I was never a fan of Punisher. He was okay. I hated him in the comics. I could take him or leave him in the comics. Uh, and I hated whenever he teamed up with someone I liked because obviously the Punisher kills without remorse mm-hmm. and all the other good guys I like have problems with that. So they need to always give a reason why they aren't out to bust the Punisher. And it's like, um, yeah, every single superhero probably should have arrested or captured the Punisher on sight. I like Punisher when he was with Spider-Man. They were going against each other and teaming up. I was not a huge fan of Punisher in this his own series, um, you know. In the movie, in Daredevil, he was great. No, no, I mean, yeah, if he's a villain, mm-hmm. well, kind of that's how he's introduced in Daredevil, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, so you know, a villain, but has a perspective that's different. So not, you know, has doing things for good reasons, just bad things. You, you can make a story out of that, but oh, I have a hard time with him being the central character. I think they have to go Jigsaw. I think they're going Jigsaw. So from the uh, Saw movies? <sighs> well, yes, that's him. He's going to ride a little tricycle. <laughs> I just stepped on him. Is that it? <laughs> uh, let's see. All the Batman villains from 1966 were ranked. The TV show were ranked from yeah. Paste Magazine. PasteMagazine.com. They have all Batman villains ranked. If you uh, Google Paste Magazine oh, and no. Batman 1966 villains, we won't go through all 34. We will advise you Uh-oh. who number 34 is. I got it up on mine. Yeah, okay, good, because mine froze up and I can't get anything on this. Come on, screen. Number 34, the worst one, they said, is Siren, played by Joan Collins. I... 
have to disagree with that. Well, her power, hold on, is the ability to sing a very high note that forces men to do her bidding. She sings uh, that note a lot. So that is number 34. I mean, I remember, I distinctly remember her on the show Mm. and thought she was so much better than a lot of other villains they've had on there. She's a lot better than Lola Lazan, who was the horse racing lady. I mean, come on. Uh, The Puzzler. Do you remember? He was number 31. He's basically a poor man's Riddler. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I remember I, yeah, I was looking at the list, and the Riddler was actually pretty low on the list. Like, one of them. Oh, the, there are two different Riddlers? John Aston was one. Oh, maybe that was so Yeah, cool. and Not then... The Frank Gorshin? He's number two. Oh, okay. He's number two on the list. Okay, yeah, I didn't get all the way to the front of the list, so... Do you, is your thing up and running now? Uh, I have to reboot my computer. So oh, okay. It's, it's going. Computer? <laughs> Tell me what happened. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, there are a bunch of them in there that I'd never even heard of. That's why I was surprised Siren was considered the worst when there was, oh, what the hell, though? There's English snobby names, Teacup. or Yeah. <laughs> well, there's three different versions of Mr. Freeze. I never yeah, thought I any of them that. were good. I, I didn't remember. I didn't even realize there were three. And they got some good actors. It was Otto Preminger. Otto Prem- Preminger. Uh, Eli Wallach. Uh, my dog was going nuts. I was wondering what was going on. Sit down. Uh, let's see. And then there's George Sanders, who looks like an astronaut uh, overall. But uh, I never, I, I did not think Mr. Freeze was that great in that show. Yeah, I was never a fan of, of Freeze in there. But, I mean, again, better than some. But, I mean... I, I haven't seen it, so he must be high up there. Where's, like, King Tut on that Yeah. Uh, well, first off, John Astin's The Riddler uh, oh, yeah. was number 19. Uh, he was only in there once, I think? That's probably right, because, yeah, Frank Gorshin is best known for it. Yeah. He flooded a bank in his show. Uh, ah. False Face, who was the creepy one. I remember that. He, You couldn't tell his face in that. A false False. Face. false. I thought you said false face. Yeah. Like, fa- he uses phosphates to beat you. <laughs> That would be awesome. <laughs> that would be the worst. <laughs> he was 16. Uh, the Eartha Kit Catwoman is yes. 15. Uh, she was awesome. Yeah, and here you it is. Thought, how would you rank the, just the Catwomen? Uh, give me the names. Uh, you got Eartha, Eartha Kit, Kit uh, Jolie, Jolie Newmar, Newmar uh, Lee, Ma- uh, Lee Merriweather. Yes. Uh, Jolie Newmar is number one, I think. Okay, I'll agree. Uh, I actually think I like Mary, Mary, Merriweather. I think Kit does a little bit better job because she throws herself into that role. Yeah, I think I think we actually had this discussion way back when, uh, two years ago on this mm-hmm. podcast. But yeah, Eartha Kit, yeah, she becomes she just her purring while she mm-hmm. talks is enough. That was always my favorite. Although I thought and she was hot. Yeah, <laughs> but Julie Newmar, uh-huh. the, statu- the statuesque Miss Julie Newmar. Lee Merriweather's go, uh, coming to uh, Since I Comic Expo 2. All right. So we can... Get- I am actually going to get her autograph, I think. I got Adam West, so I got to keep going. Gotta. Just gotta. gotta. When are you going to get Cesar Ramirez? Oh, that breaks my heart. <laughs> I love I love him. Uh, Mi- the Minstrel was number 12. I'm like, really? The Minstrel? That's what he looks like. Oh, jeez, yeah. He's worse than Siren. He plays a mean loot. I mean, I sure was- plays a mean loot. <laughs> Uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. He's on uh, several episodes. Uh, Louis the Lilac, the mobster. Oh, he was terrible. He was terrible. He's number 11. Who's playing him? That's uh, uh, That, that was Milton Burrow. Milton Burrow. Uh, I think that was the last one I saw for about six months ago. Mm-hmm. Louis the Lilac. And I thought, oh my God, where are the good ones? Give me Siren. This Louis the Lilac sucks. Uh, but one of the greatest highlights of his time on the show is Batgirl, Batgirl spraying him and making his suit all moldy. No, that's not good. Uh, here we go. Top ten. Shandell and Harry, played by Liberace. Shandell? He's Liberace as a bad guy. He plays the piano and is charmer. On the other hand, hand Harry is a gangster, much like Louis the Lilac. And it's uh, it's basically Liberace. It's Liberace yeah. playing both roles. Yeah. Well, they're always gangsters, aren't they? Yeah. Archer was number nine, played by Art Carney. Nope. Bad. But Art Carney was cool. I don't even remember Doctor, oh, we skipped over Bookworm. We skipped over Bookworm. Roddy McDowell's Bookworm. Actually, Bookworm was not bad. No, he should have been up much higher. He was 13. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Marsha, Queen of the Diamonds. Horrible, horrible character. Hurt yeah. um, Carney is She was Archer. 14. So, okay. let's go. Top 10. Shandown, uh, Harry. Nope. Archer by Art Carney. No, no. No. Uh, yeah. The, Doc- it is funny, though. He did have a henchman that walked around with an audience laugh track. So that was kind of meta. Uh, was, yeah. Here's yeah. my issue. Eight. Doctors Cassandra Spellcraft by Ida Lupino. Yeah. I don't remember this. Yeah. She, her and her lover Cabela, which is, um, let's see, they're alchemist. Okay. And they uh, they have pills that render themselves invisible and Sweet. creates a gun that turns a terrific trio two-dimensional, which is kind of trippy, but no. <laughs> uh, Cliff Robertson was shame- at number seven, who's a parody of Shane, the nineteen the nineteen fifties oh, cowboy? Did they really do that? Yeah, he was on it twice, and I was like, no. What? Oh wow! See, here's somebody with a worst accent. His henchman was a Mexican guy with an inexplicable posh British accent. Was it me? Shame, <laughs> go away, shame. Here's where we got some issues. Six egghead, egghead. by Vin- by Vincent Price. I love Vincent Price. Egghead is not a good character. King Tut was number five. Why is King Tut number oh, five? King Tut All he did terrible. was a, he was a land baron. He was Lex Luthor. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. With, with an Egyptian theme. Yeah, he was horrible. Uh, Catwoman was number four. Jolie Newmar, I'd give you that. Jolie Newmar was Catwoman. I can give you that. Penguin, Burgess Meredith was three. Pengy. Uh, he kind of annoyed me of the main four. Really? I, very well done, and I like him. I don't, I don't think he would be number three for me. Uh, the Riddler, Frank Gorshin, number two, I agree. And number one, Cesar. Uh, C- Cesar. <laughs> Cesar Romero. Yeah, Cesar Romero is the Joker. I have no issue with the top four. You could move them around. Yeah, the, the top four. I mean, those are the ones that... Uh... I could actually make a case. I have no problem if you made a case for Frank Gorshin as number one. The Riddler? Yeah. Above uh, Joker? Either one would work. But, I mean, the top four, those are the ones they brought back to do the movie. Correct. So but King Tut number five is an issue. I don't... Under, and Egghead number six. Yeah. I mean, you're going through some of them. It's like, no. Clock I mean, King. Where, you remember him? Yeah. I, actually, I liked Clock King. I was looking <laughs> to see where he was. Uh, what? Wait a minute. Did we... Ma Parker, played by Shelley Winters, was number 23. That was oh, a three-part was, episode. Was Lee Merriweather only Catwoman in the movie? Oh, you know what? She might be. She's not on the list. That's right. She might be. I think you're correct. 
I think she, yeah, she must come in for the movie because she's not on the the list there. So, yeah. So puzzler was uh, or number thirty four was Siren. We have an issue with that. We have an issue with that. When Egghead stood six and King Tut's number five, that's an issue. Tell us who your favorite guys are. So, at Bad Ideas Podcast uh, on Twitter. And finally, following the news that Ben Affleck will executive produce Justice League, the Hollywood Reporter has shed some light on what exactly he's doing. Uh, Affleck is working closely with screenwriter Chris Terrio to fine-tune the script. He will play a key role in the post-production process due to how Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice was widely criticized for the way it was edited. And uh, birthmovies dot, or birth.movies.death takes one step farther by revealing Affleck will, uh, was pretty much unhappy with the whole Batman v Superman because he took a lot of flack for Daredevil. Yeah. And he thought this would be a lot better, and he was mad uh, on top of everything. Well, on how you, it was you didn't notice through all those interviews how angry he was getting? Sad Affleck. <laughs> sad fleck <laughs> that was awesome that well he it, went from mad fleck in the movie to sad fleck in the uh the what do you think about it yes i'm sad <laughs> everyone i mean obviously when people keep asking you the same questions and they're just hammering with you hammering away as, as you know it's like come on we're just supposed to be fluff pieces just ask me some things i can smile and move on but i know they get paid millions of dollars but that's got to be the most tedious, boring thing to do is those press junkets. Yeah. I could not imagine. Uh, let's see. On top of that, his agent was furious when Kevin Tashara. Uh, Tisuhara. Thank you. Jumped the gun and announced uh, Affleck as the director of the Batman because the negotiations were still happening. Oh. Yeah. I guess you're adding another zero to that uh, now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the move... To make him executive producer seems to have made him happy. And they said they're also probably edging out Zack Snyder from controlling central position of the DC universe. Not a problem with that. I would I would be intrigued to see how Ben Affleck did it. It'd be interesting. Go for it. Uh, some quickies. The Ghostbusters trailer is mm-hmm. now the most hated film trailer in the history of YouTube. It's got the most dislikes. The most dislikes as any film trailer on YouTube. Now granted, yeah, YouTube... You won't get all the old trailers that weren't... Torque. Yeah, like I said, Torque wasn't thrown up on YouTube <laughs> right away. I mean, okay, you can watch it now, but who the hell is going back to watch it? You know? We did. Well, yeah. I put it on our Facebook page. Oh, I didn't remember it being as bad as it actually was. It was. And, oh, I feel so, so bad for... Uh, Adam uh, Scott. Adam Scott <laughs> watching that. I'm like... Oh, I know you're so much better than that, uh, seeing you in other things. But he was the cool detective in the gym sneakers. Oh, yeah, no, he wasn't. If you haven't seen Torque, you need to go watch it. Yes, uh, Torque is uh, in the probably Hobie Hall of Fame as one of the best, worst movies ever. It is uh, Fast and Furious with motorcycles and really bad acting. Yes. Uh, Here's the thing. I do not think the Ghostbusters trailer is that bad. I don't think it's good. To say it's the most hated of all time. Well, one, that means it's, it has to be viewed a lot. And it was. And so people are watching it. But, it, I mean, if it's you're, you're voting up or down, I mean, not good. Yeah. I give you that. But I, I, I wonder if it's just because people are just hating on it so much. That is the popular thing to do. And we're not fans of it. Yeah. I'm not saying I, that. I didn't. I, I hardly ever. I don't. I voted maybe twice on thumbed up or thumbed down yeah. things on 
Talk. And actually, I don't think I've ever thumbed down anything on YouTube. The only time I thumb things up is when I see that thumbs down or overtaking something I like, and I'm like, oh, screw that. Eh. Hobbit. That's, yeah. Hobbit yeah, movie. Exactly. <laughs> the Hobbit movie was just okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the Ghostbusters trailer, I, I think it's getting a lot of, I, I think it looks bad. I think it's getting a lot of flack, though, for what it is. I don't. Th- I think there's been worse trailers out there. <laughs> um, my thing is, I don't think it's just. A f- I don't think it's just because there's four females doing it. I think there is just nobody wants to see it without the original characters. I think that's a big part of it. I think part of it is also they decide to make it all female, which is fine. But at the same time, it's like just make good people in it. Can't you just make funny character comedians, yeah, just- female and male? Yeah, it doesn't or- matter. Yeah, the g- gender shouldn't play a role. That's what I've been told all these years. But, uh, yeah, just recast, you know, if you're going to make it, just cast the b- people that make the best story. And Kristen Wiig is not one of them. Amy Schumer would have been better. Well, it would have been. I would be with Amy Schumer. Um, I heard that they show have gotten Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. I don't know if that would have been as good. I have an issue with that. Yeah, I could... Because cause they at least have that connection that you can see right away mm-hmm. that, that something like, you know, Aykroyd and Murray, you know, yeah. kind of have. I do like Kate McKinnon in yeah. it. I like her. She it, looks it, fun. She was hardly in the trailer. In the trailer. She had like two lines in the trailer. And then Leslie. Jones? Um, yes. She looks funny. She looks she, funny in it. She looks like she was thrown in there my issue is that i hope they yeah. don't do the stereotypical thing with her which is what i think they're going to do i hope not but yes so uh and that was about it for the uh news of the week uh let's just go straight to box office news this week it's time for box office bombs okay bombs this week Ratchet and Clank fell 70% in its second week, making only $1.5 million. It wasn't good to begin with, so 70% is yeah, not se- good. 70 per- it was how much last week? About $7.5 million? No, not even that, because oh, look. Oh, it's a total of $7 million. I think so it made like $4 million. $5.5 million and fell 70%. Yes. Yeah. I can't do math. That's <laughs> why I couldn't figure Hobie that out. <laughs> On a budget of $20 million... If you add in the worldwide numbers, though, it gets better. It's up to $9 million. <laughs> That's embarrassing. It's made $2 million worldwide. Maybe it didn't open in China yet. That's usually a huge market. Uh, they might like the Ratchet and Clank. No. Did it open in Japan? I have no idea. They, they tend to like things based on video games more it's than true. anybody else. And Korea. Korea. Kore- Koreans and Jap- Japanese. If, if it opened there and they're doing that bad, they might be in real trouble. It's true. He's going to make his money back. Well, the, the good news is they didn't spend a whole lot on advertising. Because <laughs> dollars? Because I've really seen, like, one commercial. Okay. All right. Uh, Batman v Superman is up to a total of 328 domestically, 865 worldwide. So that first week total that made it look like it was going to knock mm-hmm. Avatar out of the top spot... Didn't happen. Uh, did, did Star Wars ever take over? I don't know Xbox? if it was number one or not. Is, um, or is Avatar still number one worldwide? I hope not. Yeah, I, I, hope, really hope, I not. hope Star Wars took it over, but... I'll look it up. Um, Dev, actually, from Snake Oil, had a really good thing on Facebook. He was talking about um, why it was not a bomb, box office bomb, but 
it did not do well like it was a disappointment and he yeah. broke it down pretty much like marketing and everything else because yeah. the budget technically is 415 million is what they yeah. said that's adding in marketing no. and whatnot. that's not even adding yes. in marketing yeah so they said probably with everything i think they said it was 220 million uh marketing so you're around 600 million just for that yeah so they're i mean they made like 200 million dollars they made money on it yes yeah. So, but they but, said a billion was what their goal was, and yeah. they said it would be a disappointment if they didn't hit a billion. Disappointment, but still made money. Correct. Correct. Now, granted, the percentage of what they spend, uh, the percentage on return was pretty bad. Here's the issue. It will be a bomb if it doesn't get anybody excited about the future installments. Yeah. That's well, the long-term uh, effect. They need to see, since Wonder Woman seems to be the universal uh, part of the movie people liked... The Wonder Woman movie now pretty much becomes their linchpin. Yeah. Go, and I hope it does well. I hope it does well, too. And I, I hope... feel very Captain America-like on it. Oh, the, Era piece. Yeah, they're going back uh, in... in... <laughs> well, I'm sorry, I was just thinking back to when we were talking about they shouldn't have even had Wonder Woman in the movie until she shows up for the final fight. I think it would have worked. <laughs> it's like, well, don't, don't introduce her earlier and don't give her computer files to blah, blah. <laughs> and she just shows up because... She's somebody who wants to do good. She's like Sandra Bullock in the net. <laughs> I'm just going to check the computer. Doop, doop, doop. Yeah. yeah, that's... Doop, doop. Yeah. Oh, there's Aquaman. He's throwing something. Oh, there's... Oh, yeah. Where'd you get the trident from? Uh, and then, honestly, they didn't have any after credit scenes. Mm-mm. They should have not put the f- computer files in the middle of the movie. Yes. And those should have been after credit scenes. I agree. That would have been better. Uh, Avatar is two po- is number one still. Okay. Two point seven eight. Uh, Titanic is two point one eight. Oh god! Didn't even be Titanic yet. No. Uh, Star Wars is two million two point oh six. Two point oh. So. All right. So it probably looks like it won't take Avatar. But no. How did, how did that many people? It's number one domestically. Okay. Avatar was seven hundred sixty million, and Star Wars was nine hundred thirty six. Uh, Where was Titanic in that? Six fifty eight. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Um, Jurassic World is number four at 1.67. I believe that. Uh, and Marvel's The Avengers is number five, 1.5. Furious 7 is yeah. number six. Wow. Was that, that's under a billion, though? 1,516,000,000. <laughs> Just below Marvel's The Avengers uh. by 3 million. And then A- Avengers Age of Ultron is number seven, 1.4. And then Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows Part 2 is 1.3. Frozen and then Iron Man 3. Uh, Iron Man 3. Frozen? Uh, Even Minions is number 11. Well, yeah, because honestly, it's mainly because of inflation. The price of the tickets is yeah. up. That's why they... Jurassic fell. Park is number 20. A little bit over a billion. Yeah. I, we, we, I remember at Pub Trivia, we did have a question one time. Oh, I'm trying to remember how it went. I think it was the name like four of the top 20 movies or whatever that were not sequels hmm. or something like that. Because mm-hmm. yeah, I, I remember Jurassic Park was one we discussed. We we're like, uh, early 90s. I still think things just got yeah. higher. But Jurassic Park was one of the, you know, four of the, the six that were in the top 20 that were not sequels. Obviously Frozen, as we mentioned. Uh, they said uh, Zootopia is number 31. It will be 
probably finish up in the top 20, probably around 28-9 or 28, probably 29. Okay. So. And Batman v Superman. Uh, well, I guess it's not updated yet. How uh, much okay. is that? 865. Oh, geez. No, never mind. Hold on. Uh, Batman v Superman is number 45. Wow. Uh, they they said uh, Alice in Wonderland from 2010 is number 22. <sighs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I had heard that that did better than I thought it did. Ugh. Finding Nemo is number 34. So just some fun little facts on the worldwide. What else we got, Jeff? Uh, let's see. Oh, we'll good. Yeah, break down this week's top five. Surprisingly, Captain America Civil War was number one with hmm. $181.8 million in its opening weekend on a budget of $250 million. How long does it take to pass Batman v Superman domestically? Domestically, Batman v Superman is at... Th- oh, shit. Nothing comes out next week, really. So next week, it'll probably probably fall off... 80 to 80. Yeah, you mean another 80 million? million. It'll go to... It'll make about 80 million next week? I think it might... Eh, maybe even a little more. Maybe a month to pass Batman v Superman? Probably a month. Yeah. Uh, Jungle Book, the new Jungle Book. Jungle is Book, s- another 22 million. Uh, it's number 60 all time on domestic. All right. A total of two hundred eighty-five million mm-hmm. on a one seventy-five million dollar budget. So good for the Jungle Book. Mm-hmm. I have to say, still want to see it. Still looks awesome. They just I have green- yet to go good to it. They just greenlit a sequel to it. Not a fan of that necessarily. <laughs> just because it's successful doesn't mean a sequel is needed or even logical. How does is it Fox? I think it's Fox. How does how do they? Or it might be Warner Brothers. How do they justify the Andy Serkis directed Jungle Book in two years? Why would you try oh, to put doing another one, a yeah. separate one, obviously live action? Yeah. Why would you do uh, that? Might has it already been? It's been put. It was pushed back. So it's already been filmed. No, 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 no. It hasn't they been filmed yet. Cancel it. The, yeah, it was Andy Serkis' first directed film. I, I feel bad for Andy Serkis. I wish him well if he wants to get into the directing realm because. Because I really respect his acting uh, mm-hmm. and stuff, but oh, uh, you got to cancel that. You got to if you haven't already started production on it. I, I, I don't understand how you justify that because say in two years it comes out, everybody's going to be like, "Why the fuck am I going to see this?" Yeah, I it, just saw it. I just and saw this it. isn't the sequel. Yeah, that's a bad idea. That's hey, that might be a bad idea. There we yeah, go. there we go. If we are looking for our bad idea of the week. All right, uh, number three this week, Mother's Day. Mm. $9 million. Everyone took mom to see that, or at least enough people, so it made $9 million. Fuck you, Gary Marshall. Total of $21 million on a $25 million budget. Still looking forward to Labor Day when that one comes out. Oh, God, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be hilarious. Uh, the Huntsman, colon, Winter's War, <laughs> made $3.6 million. Total of $40.5 million. On a budget of $115 million. <laughs> it's not going to make money. No. <laughs> I don't think he's getting a sequel, a third uh, one. Yeah, I don't think this one should have been made. What, I, what, what's up with the trilogy, though? I need to know how it ends. <laughs> uh, well, you can just watch that when you find out how the Golden Compass trilogy ends. <laughs> maybe, the, maybe Andy Serkis would direct the new Huntsman. Different studio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Different story. 
Uh, Keanu made another three million, total of fifteen million on fifteen million dollar budget. They'll make a profit. They'll make a profit. Uh, I'd like to see Key and Peele do uh, do a profit there. Mm-hmm. I would like to see the movie, but I doubt I'll make it in time. I was going to see it this week. I just did not so, get to so it. Yeah, you know, like I said, Jungle Book is actually ranked ahead of it on what's out there now. I want to mm-hmm. see so. And Mother's Day. Mother's Day. And Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm all over that. All right, upcoming May thirteenth, we got Money Monster. Is that like Cookie Monster? That's the uh, George Clooney, uh, Julia Roberts, Julia Roberts, directed by Jodie Foster. He's doing some hand to the mouth thing, like he does whenever we mention Julia Roberts. Uh, looks interesting. I won't see it in the theater. I no. might catch it on HBO or something. Reminds me of a. I'll watch it for free. It looks like it's good enough to be free. Insulting yeah. language in our next podcast. Yeah. I feel like it's a mix between The Big Short and um, Ocean's Eleven somehow. I don't know. <laughs> somehow. I just feel like it's all going to be combined. <laughs> Ocean's Eleven meets The Big Short. I feel monster. like that's what's going to happen. <laughs> and also opening The Darkness. It's a horror movie. Cheap one. Oh, okay. So one I plan yeah. on never, yeah. Yeah. never watching. Yes. Or, but the question I have mm-hmm. is the soundtrack by The Darkness. Now, that would be co- cool. I believe in a big I want that <laughs> to be coming into the intense part of the movie. <laughs> They're in the house together. They're creeping around. Creeping around. <laughs> I, feel like I believe in a big <laughs> Oh, I got the dog's attention on that one. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, neither of them are going to do well. <laughs> okay. Uh, buy, sell this week. Buy or sell Chris Evans. Buy. He's probably very expensive right now. Still buying. I might have to wait till you know, uh, Snowpiercer 2 comes out <laughs> and then you buy. You time to wait. <laughs> uh, but, man, those abs. Chris Evans abs. Probably got to buy. He's going into directing, too, a lot. He, his uh, new one just that he directed just oh, came out. Oh, do, do when we buy sell, do we get the directing? Oh yeah, business everything. Too? Oh, okay, yeah. But honestly, I'd rather him spend more time acting, and so he can see his beautiful abs <laughs> than directing. They're going to say you wish he spent more time working out. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Evans, you're getting a little flabby there. Let's get some workout going. No, we, we need him acting. We need him to be on screen because otherwise, if he's behind the camera, we don't get to see him. What? wins in a face-off chris evans abs chris pratt abs oh i'm gonna say evans (laughs) well it all depends on what you consider winning because we all win (laughs) because chris pratt's abs are getting bigger now Ooh, why because he's not working out as much and he's going back to being fat okay he said it was fun being uh being fit and having that or not but uh he had much more fun in his life being uh, well, heavier. He, he better start uh, working out again. He's in Guardians 2 that's well, filming now. Probably, well, when he's done filming, yeah. I think he'll say. Or they just won't show his abs as much. Maybe. He'll just be wearing his jacket. But when where... he's the new Indiana Jones? He's not hired for that Oh, yet. yeah. Harrison Ford is the only Indiana Jones, they said. Yeah. That's great. Until, do... until he comes out of the Fountain of Youth as someone else. Let's do a linchpin franchise with... 
a 79-year-old man. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Who apparently likes to fly planes, so you never know when what's one worse, of those is crashing. that or not wearing a jacket. I'm not sure what's worse. <laughs> not sure which is worse. Well, but Harrison Ford's always wearing a jacket. Oh, that's Indiana true. Indiana Jones has his leather jacket all the time. Unless Mutt takes it. Oh, I gotta oh, love Mutt. That Mutt. <laughs> <laughs> He's a uh, rascal. Uh, also, just a quick thing. We're on nerdly.co.uk for you British listeners. We are, so listen to us. Or... Tell your British friends where they can find us. Yes. Cheerio, chaps. Uh, we're also on WeBeGeeksPC.com uh, for the American and for everyone, actually. It's worldwide yeah. webs. I can never remember the PC part, so when yeah. I was uh, guesting over there on Graphic Novice, mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, WeBeGeeks, Google it. <laughs> <laughs> you can find WeBeGeeks on Google. <laughs> Is your episode out yet? Oh, it's out. Is it? I gotta listen to it. Well, you I, do gotta listen. I did not know that oh, was yeah, out yet. Yeah, I think it came out dropped like last thursday or friday or... a little bit behind oh i have to say as much fun as it was to do vf disappointed me because in the introduction which i wasn't on the line mm-hmm. for he started to say and we have from the history of bad ideas jason uh, jeff now oh and i was like oh crush well we all know who the bigger star is. I know. Blake. I, uh, <laughs> I was I shot through the heart. And you're to blame. I'm to blame. And you're to blame. Yeah. I give love a bad name. Uh, yes. So uh, also we're on Tangent Bound Network, Wicked Radio Network. Uh, we're on Danger Entertainment. Danger. And, uh, uh, and you can get us on uh, the, the internet Geek radio. Life radio. Geek Life Radio. Geek Life. 10 a.m. Uh, Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on geekliferadio.com on Fridays. Yay! Check us out. And also, if you like us, go to iTunes and please give us some likes. Uh, We don't really push that, but we do appreciate it. It does help us on iTunes. We do appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, because apparently some some of our friends uh, are getting uh, what they were new and noteworthy a couple months ago. Now they're, what, hot and trending? Well, uh, Neil is always hot. Well, that's true. Uh, he's glistening. Uh, they, also, they went from new and noteworthy to hot and trending. So, big news. In a couple weeks, Neil is coming on the show. Neil C. You know, I love when Neil comes. So, <laughs> it's going to be great. It's going to be bowling balls of fun. I'm just saying. Uh, Annalise can come on, too. I mean, I have no issue. She's, you know, more it was a package invited. deal yeah, that we, they we both invited. Both, but... Yes. Uh, Neil, I, Neil, I don't think wants to bring her along. I think, I think they like to talk together on their show, but separate when they do other people. I feel shows. like Neil might it might be his ego. He might tell, her, "Get back in the room, woman." I think I could see that. I could see that. <laughs> I could see that. Neil seems like he's very aggressive. Yeah, Neil seems like he's very much stuck in the 1940s oh, yeah. way of life. Neil's yeah. not very progressive at all. <laughs> not at all. No, no, no. Apparently, he's given up sugar. Well, he is pretty sweet. He doesn't need any more. <laughs> and on with that, I think it's time for our top five. Top five in honor of the new... Captain America, Civil War. Our top five is going to be top five favorite Marvel film characters. Marvel characters that made their way to the big screen. 
I have to admit, Dolph Lundgren's up there as Punisher. It's a tough one. Dolph Lundgren's Punisher. I, I, I liked, uh, uh, what's his name's Captain America? Red Brown. Red Brown's Captain America. It's a good one. It is a good one. He just fell an honorable mention for me. Though. Yeah, everybody loves Red Brown. Well, Jeff, you can go first. What's your number five? We'll go first. My number five, my five favorite uh, film character in the Marvel uh, persuasion, Phil Coulson. He's my number four. Is he? Yes. Well, I feel like there's going to be a quick top yeah, five. <laughs> I, I think we're going to be marking a bunch of people's off. But, uh, yeah, Phil Coulson made my number five. Why? Uh, I love that he just started out as a background character. Mm-hmm. In, uh, was he in Iron first Man. Iron Man? Yes. He was in the first Iron Man, but then just each time he just had a little bit more to do. And, you know, I think in Thor was his real big thing and then he pops up in the avengers and and when uh, pepper Potts says oh phil is like what phil what do you call it? no his first name is agent yeah, i watched yeah. that episode <laughs> that part last night so uh and and then you know they kill him off in the avengers and then resurrect him for the television show which i i think i enjoy his character on there I do enjoy his character on there and it gives you know clark Gregg is is is, is just a fun actor that it gives him you know, the television show gives him more to do because obviously he wasn't going to be. I feel like outside of uh, the guy that the douche that played Hugo Weaving that played Red Skull. Yeah. A lot of the character, the actors that are doing these shows, the Marvel mm-hmm. films, they realize one, this is a money maker. Two, they actually seem to enjoy it. And it might be because it is a money maker and it's a yeah. sure thing, but it's like, how many of them usually quit? Fucking stay on. Yeah. Oh well, they tend to make them multi deal, multi movie deals. So well, Hugo Weaving signed a huge deal too, a three a three, three picture. picture deal? Yeah, oh. and he 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 was out after the first one because he bitched. He didn't want to do it. So Marvel's like, I don't care, go away. Yeah, Red Skull, we don't even need to bring back ever again. Well, even if you did, you can put anyone under the mask. Well, that's true. No, no, it's not a mask. It's a skull. It's Sorry. his actual skull. He's not wearing a mask. It's but outside face. of the douche, no. there's not many that have been, you know, all of them seem to have enjoyed it and come back and do cameos. And I know they sign contracts, but it takes a lot for some of them to sign those contracts. Oh, Chris yeah. Evans didn't want to do a nine picture deal. He signed yeah. a seven. Yeah. So. And he may still end up doing more, but. I would be surprised if he didn't. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, my number five, you're going to kill me. I really like the character. Okay. Bullseye. I love Bullseye from Daredevil. Oh, wow. It is a fun character. Well, that one does not take any off my list. <laughs> that wasn't coming close to taking any off my list. <laughs> I love the character of Bullseye in it. Colin uh, Farrell is awesome oh, as it. Oh, man. I would say Colin Firth. Colin, that would be awesome. Colin Firth probably would have been better. No. It is a fun character. I want a costume. Ah, I love it when he says that. Oh, and I hated the fact that they had the bullseye carved oh, into his so forehead. Great. No. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Uh, just a quick thing on the bullseye thing. I did like in uh, Avengers, the, or I'm sorry, Captain America Civil War, when uh, they say to Hawkeye, I thought you retired. I played golf. Got 18 holes in ones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was funny. Got 18 holes in ones. <laughs> Wasn't much of a challenge. <laughs> Uh, number four for me was Phil Coulson. Who's your number four? Uh, my number four is Black Panther. Wow. After uh, one after showing. one movie, seeing the one... Like I said, I, his story was what I thought really 
was the forefront. I mean, I know it was mainly the the uh, Winter Soldier mm-hmm. continuation, but I, I am just so intrigued in seeing more Black Panther that after just one watching of uh, this new movie, he's made my top five characters that I really want to see more from. I want to see Wakanda. I'm intrigued by that. Uh, yeah, that's impressive. And I like how they made him move in it, too. Very nimble-like. And yeah. Oh, yeah. Look, looked cat-like. Yeah. Looked, and, I mean, it didn't look cartoony or anything, so it really has a kick-ass felt. uniform, too. And Constant. it's bulletproof. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. My number three, Black Widow. Black Widow. Did, did we skip my number three? Oh, sorry. What was your number three? <laughs> uh, Black my, Widow. No, my number three is Falcon. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I do like Falcon. I do like Falcon, and I, uh, as, as being a uh, what do you call it, a Captain America sidekick, mm-hmm. he really has his own voice and his own characterization mm-hmm. in the movies. And each movie, even the the stupid throwaway scene that he was in in Ant Man, was pretty amusing. And I really think uh, Anthony Mackie is a great choice to play him. I did like when they first introduced him when Captain America's riding around. Oh, there. yeah. On the right. On the right. On <laughs> really? The right. <laughs> Come on. Uh, but, okay, yeah, Falcon was my number three. Number three for me was Black Widow. That's my number two. Okay. <laughs> Especially in this last one, I really loved her character. She's a kick-ass performer. Um, I like how she goes from the spy, yeah. kick-ass, to the uh, politician type, the political. Uh, and Scarlett Johansson just does a great job in it. Yeah, she does. So I uh, want a Scarlett Johansson Black Widow film. I, I heard that they uh, are uh, like a rumor that they said they're they're going to do it. it yeah, they finally realized. Hey. hey, and I don't know how much of her own stunts or fight scenes Scarlett Johansson does, but even if it's you know very little, whoever her uh, fight double is mm-hmm. is incredibly good. Yes, and should get a, a praise. I mean, just. Her fighting in this uh, newest movie was... I, mean, I thought in Iron Man Iron Man 2 she did almost all of it. it oh, it's very possible. And so I don't know if that continue, has continued. But, I mean, if she's doing these these mm-hmm. uh, stunts and these fight moves, I mean, that was impressive. I mean, it's, I mean, it's Ray Park level fighting yes. style. <laughs> Without being cut in half. Well, yeah. Uh, my number two is I Hobied it. Oh, you damn Hobier. Star-Lord. Okay. And the whole Guardians of the Galaxy. All right. I love them as a team. I, I can put them, see putting them together I, as one. I wanted to not do just a one film group, like, you know, one character yeah. from one film, yeah. because I thought they needed to grow, but I love the Guardians of the Galaxy. I think they all work together. I love Rocket, uh, Raccoon and Groot, how they co- coexist. I am Groot. Uh, I love um, I, I love Star Lord in it, uh, and just everything is great. Uh, the they work as a team. It's a very Star Wars esque feel. As I hit the mic, um, I get that excited about them, and I can't wait for Guardians Galaxy too. So that's my number two. What's your number two? Um, my number two is Black Widow. Oh, what's your number one? Uh, my number one is probably what I think is the greatest character that came out of all Marvel. The movies. Blob. No. Oh. Uh, <laughs> wow no we didn't have x-men what? we didn't have x-men no we didn't have x-men uh loki oh i didn't even think about that that's a good one that's a good one i can't uh, complain about that I, I thought you know just oh just the way tom hiddleston played him 
I mean, when you get a compelling villain who pretty much the main villain of three of the movies mm-hmm. that, that drove three of their movies. And he's going to be in Fraggle Rock, so that's going to be a fourth. Is he going to be the villain in Fraggle Rock? He's one of them. He's not okay. going to be the main. I think they team up and actually help. Because that, that's kind of what he did in uh, Dark World, mm-hmm. was that they teamed up. But then, of course, being Loki, he has his own agenda. How do you not well, bring him a, back for more after this? Well, they, they will. But I'm just like, does Thor realize he's not dead? I don't think he does. Yeah. I mean, because he's posing on the throne now, isn't he? Yes. That, that's, yes. That's how the Dark World ended, right? Yes. Okay. Because uh, that was on this weekend, too. <laughs> I feel like that is the main reason to see the Thor movies. Oh, yeah. And the new one, the main reason is Loki and the Hulk. Because I want to see yeah. Hulk and Thor team up. And I, I like Mark Ruffalo's Bruce Banner. And you want to see Hulk smash Loki around again and say that puny was awesome. god. <laughs> puny god. It is funny to see... I was watching Avengers last night. It is funny to see, like, the scope of everything. Like, Loki is the bad guy. And then you, like, Ultron, you have, like, a bigger... Like, it's bigger. And it's like, yeah. I know it's gotten bigger in each one. Like, Captain America was all of them. And now it's like, you go back to Avengers, like, it's just Loki. Why can't we just beat him up? <laughs> Why is he so difficult? And I did like the scene in Avengers I was watching when uh, he does the Loki pokey stick. And he hits uh, Tony Stark. Oh, uh, yeah. Wow. Wait a minute. And then he hitting his Performance chest, issues? Uh, that happens. <laughs> I've got an army. <laughs> We've got a Hulk. <laughs> uh, Hulk. Smash. Uh, number one for me? No surprise. Captain America. I, I'm actually I'm surprised. You thought it was going to be Hawkeye? I thought it was going to be Spider-Man. Shut up. <laughs> now, well, well, I I love what Chris Evans has done as Captain America. I love the Captain America in the comic books anyways. I feel like he's think, innocent enough. I think that's where we differ. I love what Chris Evans has done to mm-hmm. Captain America. I never liked him in the comics. I don't like when he goes to space and all that shit. Oh, I hate I that I like shit. his political stuff back in the day. But I I always liked the Avengers when Cap wasn't in them. I, I liked them better. But the movies and with Chris Evans, I'll agree. That is a great character. Language. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like he does the naive part good, but he also is the leader. And he looks like, yep, he was a soldier. This is what he's doing, you know. He's leading. I don't know. And I feel like I buy into him being friends with the Winter Soldier a lot. Because if that dynamic doesn't work between Sebastian Stan and Chris Evans, it loses the films. Oh, it it definitely will. And they fit together. Him and Anthony Mackie fit together. Um, Him and Black Widow, even in uh, uh, Winter Soldier, great. Well, that's what, like I said, uh, you know, the... Three on my list here were pretty much his partners. Yeah. You know, Falcon and Black Widow were pretty much the two people who fought alongside of him. In, uh, Can we uh, do Hawkeye Black Winter- Widow together? I, if, if they're doing a Black Widow, they need to hook up the Hawkeye story to it or something. Even if, you know, it throws in flashbacks. Mm-hmm. I really need to know what, what was in their past. I want to know the red on her ledger. Yes. So uh, that was about it. Those are my top five. Uh, any honorable mentions? No, not really. Uh, I like Hawkeye. I don't think he's. Yeah. they've done enough with him yet. Yeah. He, I like the character in the comic book better. Yeah. And then, like I said, you know, I threw Black Panther on there mainly because of how I think I see it going. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, yeah, it was one movie where he was he's like, going the, to be the fourth major character in the movie. After... Uh, 
Infinity, what is it? Infinity uh, Gauntlet? Yeah. Or Infinity War? Yeah, whatever. They said they're going to rename them. Um, the Avengers Infinity War movies. Oh, are they're, they? Yeah. But do you think after that, because they're going to do a new Avengers after that. Yeah. you got to get a whole new cast or oh, a new yeah. lineup. Do you think he's the leader? Black Panther? I don't know. I think it's Panther. I think Strange, Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange. is in there. I still say Vision will probably be there. You think uh, Ant-Man and Wasp will be in it? I don't know. And you figure Scarlet Witch. I mean, that's... I'm just trying to go through them. Yeah. Uh, you got Panther, Doctor Strange, Vision, Ant-Man slash Wasp, and Scarlet Witch. You got Ms. Marvel, too. Oh, yeah, but God, they they already... Didn't they postpone or, or No, delay? that's coming out in between the two Avengers now. Is it? Or the two Infinity Wars. Yeah, okay. I thought they were delaying doing it. No, they they kept it. Um, They said you actually... Oh, that's right. They took... Since they Inhumans. took Inhumans out, they still have the slot open. Yeah. For, okay. Um. So you got Ms. Marvel, Panther, Doctor Strange. Maybe Vision does go away? You know what? I could see Ant-Man and Wasp well, not being included because you, you could have the female... Uh, male love interest of Vision, Vision and Scarlet, Scarlet Witch, then. Witch, yeah. Not to double it up. You could also just have That's Wasp. the problem is I don't know if I really want to see... Uh, Paul Bettany it, and... I, well, I, just, I don't want to see Vision's courting ritual. Yeah. You know? It, it, <laughs> it's weird it's seeing cool him in a sweater. But, but he, yeah, oh my God, that drove me crazy. <laughs> I'm like... I... I yeah, it's just wearing normal clothes, and it's like, I, I suppose he would. Christmas at the Avengers Complex. <laughs> but it's like, you know, you why you're a robot. You, you just can make whatever clothes you want. Why are you wearing a Christmas sweater? I know he has in the comics, but the cape really bothers me. Uh, cape don't bother me. Actually, I don't think... Don't go near a plane. <laughs> well, I think he would look worse without the cape. Maybe. <laughs> but, uh, well, that's why they put him in a... <laughs> Khakis and a sweater. Vision, fashion consultant. <laughs> now, now, honorable mention, though, I do have to throw out Deadpool. Okay. Okay. Uh, it just he's just not that. I, I love my heroes heroic, mm-hmm. and he's a great character, but he's not the heroic character. I'd like to see what they're going to do in Deadpool yeah. two. Especially, I I, I want to see them try to make Cable uh, exciting. Yeah, I want his pockets. I want to see how many pockets he has. <laughs> yeah, they better give him. This pockets. one's for a battery. <laughs> this one's for another battery. This one's for my roll of film. <laughs> you have roll of film in the future. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> uh, I did think it was just a side known um, uh, Scarlet Witch. Uh, Ashley Olsen, is it? Yes. Okay. Uh, I think... It, no, no, Elizabeth Elizabeth Olsen, Olsen sorry. Not Ashley. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Elizabeth has acting skills. Uh, yes. I thought... It, I kept thinking, every time they did, they showed Elizabeth Olsen as Scarlet Witch, and she's moving her fi- a hand yeah. with the uh, magic powers and the red yeah. ball. I keep picturing them filming it, and everyone else is fighting, and she's just moving her arms she's in the like, set. Whoosh. Yeah, on whoosh. the set. Like, well, the actual real life, everyone's, like, pretending to fight, and she's like, look, I'm moving my arms like a ventriloquist. Look at me! 
Well, if it makes you feel better, every time they do Hawkeye, he's just acting like he's <laughs> shooting. True. He's just acting. He, like he's he's like got his bow and just going through the motion. That I think all every arrow is actually digitally inserted. I do like the Saturday Night Live when they had Hawkeye, and it was uh, Jeremy Renner actually played Hawkeye, and he was yeah. with the other Avengers, and uh, they're like, "Okay, what weapons you got? I got my bow and arrow. That's it. Yeah, I'm all out. What?" Well, I brought 11 arrows. I shot them all. What do you want me to do? I'm going home. Also, he's just got his bow. He's yes. out of arrows. I brought 11. 11. <laughs> Captain America's like, really? He's like, well, you just got a shield. Yeah. You got a shield. I got a bow. What's the... And you I... throw your shield? So uh, I yeah. did not see that one. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Uh, let's see. So there is your uh, Hobie episode of the week. Uh, Blake will be back next your week. Your Hobie episode of the week. Yes. Episode of the, the week. week. Uh, Blake will be back next week. Hooray. Hooray. And guarantee we'll have some Game of Thrones talking then. Oh, can't wait. Since, since yeah. I mean, I almost sent Jason to the couch just to speak with you listeners about Game of Thrones. Oh, I can't wait. But, uh, well. Time out. Let me do Tav. I'll just put it this way. What Blake has been looking forward to for like two seasons, they showed this year, this week. Walking Trees? No, no walking trees. Oh. The Tower of Joy. <laughs> they, they, they had a scene showing the Tower of Joy, so Blake probably had a multiple orgasm watching it. Mm, mm, yeah. I was so excited. That and, spoiler alert, Return of Rick and Stark. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about that. It was, I was waiting to talk to you about that. Yes. It was pretty exciting. Uh, you saw it, right? You watched oh, that episode? Yeah, I did, I did. Loved it, didn't you? Yeah, I did, I did. What did you think about Jon Snow? Uh, why is he awake? Well, because the red woman... Uh... He was only mostly dead. <laughs> mostly, mostly dead. Mostly dead. Uh, I did feel... I did get my entertainment weekly this week. Yeah. And I was like, well, thanks. Because it says the two-year plot line of bringing Jon Snow de- to, from death to back to life and it's like it's only happened one week like two, out two year you mean two week plot line no no they said they've been planning for two years and, oh oh okay planning yeah that's what I mean but okay. <laughs> but it was just kind of funny it was like well if I'm like any type behind on Game of Thrones like even a week it's like well thanks fuckers right on the cover spoiler oh, well they do spoil shit on the cover they do even if you're but it was just kind of like Thanks, asshole. Yeah, they, they, Entertainment Weekly does do spoil. Oh, God, I probably haven't read Entertainment Weekly in six months. I still get it for free somehow, so I'll take it. Yeah, uh, we we used to get it with our Coke points until Coke points restructured how you can use them, and we can't get it now. So it's like because you bought a fighter jet, you ruined it for everybody. I didn't buy the fighter jet. I thought that was cool that, that the was guy cool. bought enough for the fighter jet, but they were stupid to think someone wouldn't try it. No, never in this day and age. Bodie McBoatface. Yeah, all I want <laughs> is a subscription to a magazine. <laughs> I mean, really, Coke Points, can't you just give me a subscription to a magazine? Uh, oh, a magazine I want to read. <laughs> Reader's Digest. I, I take Reader's Digest. Farmer's Almanac? Nah, probably not. It's going to be a cold winter. <laughs> Somewhere. Uh, next week, we'll be talking about Bodie McBoatface, too. Really? Yeah, fuckers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we need Blake for that. So, uh, bad idea this week. Number 192. Making Jungle Book movie live action from another studio, not Disney. (laughs) Two years after Disney makes it, remaking it. Yeah. Let's not do that. Yeah. It's going to leave a bad taste. And you're going to lose money. I don't think it's going to get made. 
it shouldn't. No. Sorry, Andy Circus. Maybe if they thought this uh, one bombed, they might say, okay, we'll do yeah. it right. It, after making no. this much, it's not. No, and yeah, John Favreau directed mm-hmm. it, right? Yeah, he's he's got a little string of movies there that have been pretty good. Uh, Andy Circus go back to being a damn dirty ape. No, actually, that's one of my least favorite roles of his. <laughs> I DVR'd the second uh, ape movie, so Dawn of the... Oh, okay. Whatever it is. Rise of the Planet yeah. of the Apes? Yeah. Was that it? I think so. I don't remember. Beneath the Planet of the Apes. Oh, yeah. I'm really excited about it. <laughs> uh, Roger says goodbye. Goodbye. From Walking Dead to Talking Heads, from comic books to TV sets, there's a history of not so bad. There's the history. It's the history of bad. So bad. The history of bad.